Hello. Welcome to ShadowCon, everybody. Uh, we are in episode lucky 13 uh, of ShadowCon, and uh, my name is Gina. Um, today we are going to be playing For the Queen, uh, which I'm super excited about. We have a couple people who have played it, oh, maybe in the double digits of times, uh, but a couple of us who have not played before either, and it's, uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. So let me have everybody introduce themselves, and we'll end with our, the gentleman to my right here. Uh, Hi, I'm Morgan Ellis. Uh, I've actually played this like twice, so it's it's not quite double digits, but I have played it before. I'm Gene. I have played this so many times, so but not with the new, That's well, awesome. not with these cards. So they're those, they're special cards. They're so gorgeous. They're gorgeous. I'm Jib. Um, you guys all know me, and I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> okay. Hello, I am Tomer or Tones, and uh, I will be. Helping facilitate this thing, but yeah. as you'll see, uh, the game itself kind of does all of the magic, so you don't really need a GM or anything. And there are a lot of games out there that are GMless games, and sometimes you'll hear about having a facilitator kind of like, you know, know all the rules, right, and manage the most of the thing. Um, but this one requires almost no management, so we'll just be playing together. Uh, I just happen to be the the lucky guy with the cards, <laughs> so. Who's Run and played it a ton. I have played it a lot of times, um, but yeah, you you are uh, a fan extraordinaire. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, at the end of the game. But this game isn't is not quite out yet. It is coming out in 2019 uh, from Evil Hat. They're super excited about it. Yes. Um, but Tomes actually has um, some printed materials. We'll definitely show off for you. Um, because uh, you can't get your hands on these yet, but you're going to want to. So uh, stay tuned f uh, for the end, and we'll, we'll give you some hints on how to prep, prep for that. But yeah. the creator of this game is, is Alex, Alex Roberts. Roberts. And you may know her from uh, the mind behind Starcross, yeah. which is two-player Love Dread, right? The two-player game yeah. of Forbidden Romance. Love Jenga. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. Love Jenga. <laughs> Um, Isn't and love always Jenga though? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> so uh, this game for the Queen, uh, the first time I played it was in March earlier this year. Um, it was part of uh, kind of like a playtest that she was doing at uh, a very small con uh, way back. And back then, I think she'd barely showed it to too many people. She played it with mm -hmm. her family like once and that kind of thing. Um, and we were all pretty uh, enamored by the game. And um, yeah, I've been begging to have a copy of it ever since. Uh, and so I happened to get uh, a copy a little bit early and I've been playing it a ton with lots of different people at lots of different conventions and other venues. Um, and if you go online, like you'll see there's a lot more actual plays for this game right now, even though it's not officially out. Um, I know Sean Nittner, for example, is yeah. doing a ton of actual plays on the Actual Play podcast and other places as well. Um, so your Our friends at the Gauntlet have played yes. the heck out of this. That might be my fault. <laughs> and, um, uh, you'll, you'll find a bunch of APs out there on the YouTubes or Twitch or that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, there's not too much more I, I need to say about it. Like The game itself kind of explains itself as you read the rules, basically. So uh, Yeah, that's part of the, the process, is that the, the players kind of read the rules together yes. to kick so you're, off. You're basically passing yeah. the rules one, one sentence at a time, and we're all kind of reiterating those rules. Even if you've played this game like before, you just kind of go through the process. It takes like two minutes, um, and then you get into it. Um, the one thing I'll say is I think it's advertised as a two to six player game. 
I don't know if I've ever played with two. Oh, no, I think it's three to six, officially. Um, I've played with three players, and it was fantastic. I've played <laughs> with six players, also fantastic. I've also played with like a dozen, and at one time it was like maybe 16 or 18 people, um, and that worked too. Uh, so I think it's got like, it's got the ability to be played in lots of different uh, environments, including as like a party game. Um, but anyways, that's, uh, those are my initial thoughts on it, but is there anything we need to do before we get started? I don't think so. I lo- do you want to do you want to just show the decks on camera first, sure. or as we do stuff? Well, let's just do it as artwork. we do stuff. Yeah, okay, I'm, cool. And we'll we'll put these things out in the the middle ground as we go. Um, but the very first thing we're going to be doing is kind of reading the instructions one by one. So uh, I've got this little, and you'll notice when the official deck comes out, and I think they're sending it to like manufacturing now, as of a couple days ago. Uh, the deck of cards yeah. is this brown deck, right? And these are all the questions that are used. But there's also these green cards, and these are like the instruction deck. And you can use these to pass them around and uh, basically just, you know, figure out how to play, right? And it's pretty simple. Uh, so I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to take this deck, and I'm going to uh, basically uh, flip over a card and read it, and then pass the deck to the next player, and you'll just flip the top on the deck and keep doing that. Okay. So ready to go, right? Yeah. Okay. So go around the table clockwise, taking turns reading these cards aloud. I'm going to put this underneath. Okay. We'll know when we get to the end. Okay. And then I, I will do the same, shuffle it under. Yep. Okay. The land you live in has been at war for as long as any of you have been alive. Um, And then it says, place this card face up on the table so that players can see it. Yeah, let's do it. So we've been at war for as long as any of us have been alive. alive. The queen has decided to undertake a long and perilous journey to broker an alliance with a distant power. Place this card face up on the table so that players can see. The queen has chosen all of you and no one else to be her retinue and accompany her on this journey. Place this card face up on the table. So we upside down on the... Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Morgan. Good eye. She chose you because she knows that you love her. Place this card face up on the table so the players can see it. So that is the story. And you can see it there that those cards are special and they say, you know, leave this on the table only because that way, if anybody wants to remind themselves what's going on as far as like <coughs> the basic premise, that's it. All these other cards you're not going to need to throw on the table. So um, the next card says, if you like, select a queen card to help inspire your setting, place it into the center of the table. Now, when this game originally came out, there were no queen cards. You would just play and you kind of make up your queen as you go. But for inspiration, (coughs) they have created and uh, hired some artists to do a whole bunch of different queen cards. So these are the queen cards, and the art is actually pretty fantastic. I'm going to pass it over, I guess, to Morgan, and he can place them on the table there so you can get a feel for what some of these queens might look like. That's freaking amazing artwork. And you can just keep putting them on top of each other. on top of each other or wherever. Wow. But there's some pretty cool... Those are awesome. Yeah, diverse set of art. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. Um, 
I would say that in our game, maybe we can, we might, we've decided to kind of skip using one yeah. of these specific queens. Sure. We'll just play, you know, with uh, the mind's eye, right? And you can do that as well. So we still have more instructions to go. I will pass this deck over. Are you good to do this one? Yeah. Okay. Queen's back to you. Okay. We are. Set the card that reads, the queen is under attack. Do you defend her aside? So this is one of the brown question cards with the brown deck, but it's a little bit special. It's the only one that has a little picture on it as well. Okay. And, and uh, I've set it aside. And put it to the bottom. Yep. Shuffle the red prompt cards and place them face down on the center of the table. I have already shuffled them. And we'll put them in the center of the table in just a little bit. And that's the brown deck. That's the brown okay. deck. Already going off the rules. Oh, awesome. yeah. What's here. happening? Put the queen is under attack card in the middle of the deck for a game that takes approximately 30 minutes or shuffle it into the bottom third of the deck to play for an hour or more. Got it. So the first thing I'll mention is those time frames are completely inaccurate in my estimation <laughs> and experience. <laughs> um, I think if you were playing with just a bunch of friends who maybe don't play a lot of like role-playing games or story games, then those times are probably fairly close. Um, but because I've played a lot with you know gamers that play a lot of RPGs, uh, you know we tend to ask a lot of questions and do a lot of you know uh, chit chatting. Uh, during these sessions, mm -hmm. um, and the game ends up uh, being like a full-on RPG. And so I find putting the card in the middle might take two hours. I've actually seen it take three and a half hours, even though we only had it in the middle of the deck. Um, so <laughs> it just kind of depends on the people. I'm going to put it about two-thirds of the way in the deck, um, and that way we, you know, in worst-case scenario, our game won't last too long, but in uh, best-case scenario, it'll probably be about a three-hour game. We'll set an alarm, which is not something in the rules, but something that I have done before if you know you're time limited. Mm -hmm. And in this case, we do have a little bit of a time restriction. So I'm going to set an alarm. And in worst case, if we're going really slow through the deck and we haven't gotten there, um, then that alarm will go off and the next card will be this final card. The queen okay. is under attack. So I've put it in the deck here. And now I'm going to give this to our friends here. And it'll be on our table. Cool. <coughs> Uh, continuing clockwise, take a turn answering the questions on the red prompt cards, interpret these cards, and answer them however you wish. Other players may ask you questions or make suggestions on your turn, but whether you answer those questions or include those suggestions is entirely up to you. Okay. Place the X card somewhere everyone can reach it. So the deck does come with an X card, uh, which is part of the deck. Awesome. And we will put that on the table. Um, yeah, that seems perfect. Now, if for some reason you're playing this game online or you're playing, like in this case, I can't quite reach it, but that's okay. Uh, you know, you don't actually have to tap the X card to use the X card. You can always make a symbol or just say words. Um, that's fine, too. Yeah. Cool. All right. If you encounter a card or an answer that you do not want to be included in the game, tap the X card. Uh, that content is removed from the game. If you draw a card that is remo removed this way, simply draw another card. You can X a card that you drew yourself. 
So, like, just to reiterate a little mm -hmm. bit, like, if somebody makes a suggestion for something or says something during the game that we want to remove content-wise, we can use the X card. But additionally, if a question gets, you know, like you pull a question and you read it, and that's not a question you want to answer, um, you can also X that question and make it go away, and you get a new one. Or you can do it for somebody else who's pulled a, a question. If Gene's pulled a question card and I want to X that card, Gene puts it away, but he gets another question card to replace it. Um, you can also pass on your turn. To do so, give the prompt card you drew to the next player and say, I'd like to hear your answer to this question. So you can pass questions as well. Okay. A prompt card can be passed around the table until somebody applies the X card to it. Okay. Continue answering, passing, and Xing questions until the queen is under attack card is drawn. Now we've also said that about two thirds into okay. the deck, right? So cool. that's the one that you shuffle in or you know okay. place in. Okay. Yep. Each player should answer that question in turn. Then the game is over. Okay. And that's the queen is under attack card. Do you defend her? Correct. Whoever wants to can draw the first card. Now you may begin. <gasps> All right. What? So we are done with our instruction cards, Ta -da. and we're ready to start the game. Um, I will say that most of the time when I play an RPG, like there is some talk of like you know safety mechanics and things in the beginning. You'll notice that this kind of includes all that, so we didn't even have to talk about that necessarily ahead of time. Uh, are you, you ready to begin? Would you like to draw the first card? Uh, I could, but I would like someone Somebody who new? hasn't yeah. played it to do it. So I think Gina should because this okay. is this is. Shadowcon and <laughs> okay, so draw the first card. Draw the first card. Here we go. What do you usually do for the royal family? Why does that make you an unlikely choice for this journey? Uh, Taylor. Um, so uh, I am a seamstress, and I uh, craft the queen's. Uh, super awesome garments um, but it would seem kind of strange to have me on this on this uh, journey yes just because yeah now after somebody answers a question uh, any of us can ask any clarifying questions um, we don't ask them of each other because it's not our turn well, right there's, a, there's an active yeah. player right now okay. but we can ask the active player any clarifying questions so I may turn to you and go that's really interesting why do you think you're on this journey, being that you're just, you know, a tailor? A perilous journey such as this. I think that the queen has, has uh, formed a special bond with me. Hmm. That's what I think. So how did he get your job? How did what? How did you become the tailor? Oh, how did I get my job? I thought you said, how did he get your job? And I was like, who is he? And <laughs> how did he get my job? We will no, find how out. How did you? How did I get my job? Yeah. I think she noticed I had a little shop um, in town. And I think she noticed some, because like, uh, just kind of m modern or cutting edge, different sort of stylistic choices I was making. They were kind of being talked about. This fashion is art. It's not just 
a necessity. Clothes are not just, you know. So do you, so they're you're, a statement. You're kind of an untraditional. Tale? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah, I'm more like what's her name in the Hunger Games. <laughs> so, a question: Have you ever left on? A journey such as this, because this is a pretty big journey, right? And no. Okay, so this is your first time out yeah. of like. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and no, does that just goes on the side because we're done with it? Yeah. It goes on the side because we're the done with it. End. What I usually find yeah. I like to do, and this isn't in the rules or anything, yeah. but I like to just leave those cards in front of the player who okay. answered them. So as time goes on, you have this kind of set of questions that you've answered, and cool. it kind of helps. If people want, they can look over and be like, "Oh yeah, that was the that okay. reminds them of things." Cool, cool, cool. But there's no rules about what happens to the cards. All right. So I'm next. So if there's any delay and people don't ask any further clarifying questions, the next person just draws their card. If the next player drew the card and somebody's like, wait, wait, I have a question, just let them ask the question. Like, don't feel like you can't. It's too late. You can't ask the question. Ask the question. <gasps> Go ahead, Morgan. <laughs> All right. The Queens know something about you that no one else does. What is it? Um, I think the queen knows that I am in love with her, but no one else does. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go with that. Well, we all love the queen, but you... No, no. I mean, really. Now, yeah. to, to clarify, the question, the, and yeah. this is important because this happens all the time. In the background, it says the queen has chosen all of us and only yeah. us because she knows that we love her. Right. It doesn't ever say that we love her. Like, it doesn't yeah. say you love her. <laughs> it says yeah. the queen knows that you love her. Um, but you are saying that... I am in romantic love for her. And Does she knows it. Does the queen requite that love? Hmm. Uh, she says she does. Can I, I ever truly know, though? Has no. she given you any signs? Like... Uh, not publicly. Because that would be that would that would be wrong, right? It would be it would ruin. Hmm. When did you first meet the queen? Uh, I first met the queen when we were young adults. So you didn't grow up with her. I did. Oh, young well, adults is. Oh, sorry. How 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 old and distinguished? <laughs> if I was to look at you right now, what would you look like? Well, that's a question. Um. I don't know. I think I'll pass. Okay. And passing, just you can do that at any time. Anybody asks you a question and you don't want to answer that question, you can say, I prefer not to answer that question in any manner you want, right? Um, but that doesn't mean we can't ask any further questions if somebody wants to ask another question. I do want to ask a question. Okay. I mean, we're talking about all this love stuff, which is great. Yep. Right. But who are you? What do you do? You're on this perilous journey. Why are you here? That's a good question. I, I'm not sure yet, so it's very hard to say. Um, that, that's a fine thing, too, because there's, there's going to be more questions that will right. allow you to elaborate. So you can always say, like, I prefer not to answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I prefer not to answer yet. I'm, I need a little more context. Okay. Fair. All right. I'll go. What promise did the queen make, make to you before this journey? Do you think she'll keep it? I'm going to pass this one. Okay. And I would r I'd recommend repeat the question. Okay. What promise did the queen make to you before this journey? Do you think she will keep it? Um, she promised if I saw her safely to uh, 
this other kingdom to make this alliance and back that she would give me lands of my own. Um, and yes, I do think she will keep it because she's never broken a promise to me. Oh, what other promise has she made to you before that she mm -hmm. hasn't broken? Um, I prefer not to answer. Okay. Um, because I think those will evolve. Those will come out over time. Sure. Um, do you have lands already? No. Um, I am I, I, I am the queen's huntsman. Okay. Um, and um, so I have no lands of my own. I'm um, not of noble birth or anything like that. And that's kind of you know my hope. Okay. Mm. Cool. Okay. I know. Thank you. The queen trusts you but no one else in the royal court does. Why? Um, so, I am the queen's seer. Oh. Uh, the queen does not dream. Really? She does not. That's what she says, and I believe her. I dream for her. And so, in the mornings, after she awakens, I tell her about her dreams. And uh, those dreams are, uh, you know, important to understand what she should do next and, you know, where she should take the kingdom. I believe they're of utmost importance, right? I, I, I don't know how to interpret them. That's her job. I just need to tell her what her dreams were. And uh, that's, that's kind of what I do. Why, why, do, why do the people think you're a charlatan? <laughs> well, look, you're going to make enemies, right? I mean, if you're telling mm -hmm. the queen her dreams and then she interprets it and therefore, you know, decides to cut this person's arm off right. or, you know, exile this lady or whatever, mm -hmm. I mean, them and their family, they're not going to be too happy about it. So, but I mean, again, all I do is just give her unfiltered dreams. Like, I just tell her what I've seen. A lot of them are very abstract. They don't, it's not like, oh, this person has stolen from you. No, they're like about bread and loaves and birds and things. And then she will interpret wow. it and do things. Oh. But I will get the blame, of course. Because How did you get this undue level of influence over the queen? Oh, well, I mean, influence sounds very strong. But like, again, I, I don't interpret these dreams. I just, I just provide them. Yeah, but a lot of people dream. Well, so you're absolutely right. A lot of people do dream, but there are few people who dream for someone else. Have you ever told the queen about a dream that you didn't have? Oh, that's a very good question. I mean, that would be very, very um, immoral. So what's keeping you from doing it? Um, Just your Well, moments. you know, I, I'm a... Look... I'm a, I'm a very stand-up individual. You know, my reputation is built on my honesty. Mm -hmm. And so I, I can, you know, very, very comfortably say that uh, I, I have not given her false dreams. Again, I, they're so abstract, like, I wouldn't even know what to, like, what would that mean to make up something new? Like, I don't know what she's going to do with it. So, like, there, it, it benefits me not at all. Do you dream every night? Uh, almost every night. Not every night, but but even times when I don't dream or the dreams are very blurry, I will tell her of those dreams. She needs to know. 
They're her dreams. <coughs> has there ever been a time when you feel like the queen has misinterpreted? Um, yes, very frequently. But again, that's not really not my for you place to say. To, yeah, I mean, I just tell her what I see. How long have you had this job? Um, ever since I was, I want to say, I, I can't even remember. They said I was two, maybe three years around. Wow. But, um, you know, they, they already had detected that I accidentally had the queen's dreams, right? Or however it happened, like I was dreaming her dreams. So once they identified that, they made sure I was raised with her to provide her her dreams. I, I want to know who they were. Yeah. We all do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Interesting. Now, now it may be obvious, but why do you think uh, you were chosen for this? journey? Oh, for the journey itself? Well, I mean, I've always been with the queen to mm -hmm. give her dreams every day. So I, I assume this journey is going to take some time and she's going to need her dreams to know how to interpret things. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not built for travel. So I, I kind of look around and most of us don't seem like the perilous journey type, but mm -hmm. maybe that's my interpretation. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Oops. It's not just, yeah. What makes the queen ugly in your eyes? Oh. She has a cruel streak. Um, and seems without remorse about it. Like, it's almost like... Um, a, a, a child with an insect when they're like playing with a bug and you maybe pull one leg off the bug and watch it and then you know when you're four but she she has that quality that comes out once in a while and have you seen her do this to people yeah like the one leg off and everything uh yeah that's that's that special room downstairs with all the little oh. Has she done anything to you? No. To anyone you cared about? Hmm. I'm gonna X that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Not X Cardi, but yeah. I'm just well, gonna but, but which content specifically? The question or one of the... Just so we know what, what's being removed. Um, that if, if there was somebody that she, that I cared about that she did that with. So you took this job. Mm -hmm. she, she asked you to be the royal tailor, am I correct? Yes. You took this job. Um, did you know about her latent cruelty before you took the job? No. Okay. I did not. I don't, I don't see it as something that, that is widely discussed or known, uh, possibly rumored, like that there's... Everyone loves the queen, mm -hmm. but there's possibly some fear with with uh, with some people because they've maybe heard rumors. Do you regret taking the job? I do not. Okay. Have you ever been able to make a dress that hides it, or do you always see it? That's an 
awesome question. I think I think that is maybe I don't even recognize it, but at this point, that is what I try to do okay. is is somehow dress her in a fashion that either masks that or perhaps displaces this need or compulsion for or whatever it is. So do you think that by dressing her in this appropriate fashion that you can um, uh, turn off this latent cruelty that you've seen in the Queen? It's, that's my uh, that's my ambition. Okay. Yeah, it's to try that. It, if that not just to displace maybe the fascination or the whatever is behind, because even though she seems um, kind of emotionally removed from it, it it seems obvious that it gives her some sort of it's fascinating or some sort of fascination or pleasure or some sort of hmm. that's the ugliness <coughs> have you gotten okay so there's this possible goal that you have mm-hmm. um, have you ever made something for her where you felt like it did a little bit of that like it did make her a little bit less either cruel or externally viewed as being remorseless or whatever yeah and what was the what was the work that you think did that it was a robe. It was a piece that was, um, it had a really high collar that was made of um, kind of like uh, peacock feathers across the across the back. And then down the front, it was like, um, what's a good, like, like really delicate fur? Like uh, ermine. Sable. Yeah, sable. Uh, trim. And it was really tight around the, the bodice, kind of an empire waist uh, for the, cl- the the robe, kind of cloak. Um, and it had pockets, which everybody knows chick stuff never has pockets. And it had pockets, and she really liked that. Nice. But, yeah, it was... And then there was a really ornate kind of um, metallic threaded embroidery all across the back of, of, like, an elaborate sort of tree and bird scheme hmm. and everyone commented are pockets now the fashion among ladies clothes they in, wish in the kingdom yeah if you can afford them extra fabric there's a war on some people do faux pockets where they're like sewed shut and they're not really pockets because they don't want to use the extra fabric but yeah <coughs> nice. but she seemed distracted by it so, okay, cool. Morgan's car. I do have one more question. Oh, okay. <laughs> you mentioned these pockets. Yes. What does she like to carry in her pockets? It's funny you should ask that, mm-hmm. because I I can tell that she she carries something in the right pocket, but I don't know what it is. But she will frequently put her hand in her right pocket, and I can see her manipulating. There's an object in the pocket. There's something in her pocket. I don't know if it's even paper or a rock or what it is. Scissors. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Rochambeau pockets. Yeah. 
Uh, there is part of you that does not want peace in this land. Why are you attached to the war? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I don't want peace in this land because it's where I get my power from. Uh, I'm going to be the queen's. Um, I'm the queen's uh, spy master. And, um, you know, if there's no war, there's less need for spies and spy mastering, and certainly the power I have to ferret down information and use it and advise the queen is uh, much less. So, and I'm attached to it because not only is it power, and that's always fun, but uh, it also lets me be in close contact with the queen that I might not be able to Mm. once the war is over. You know, then it's just... Oh, once a month meetings, right? As opposed to daily briefings. Closed late night sessions. Do we know that you're the spy master? That's a very good question. Um, I think there are so many rumors that it must be true. Hmm. Um, and certainly the queen acts as if I am important and probably don't have that station necessary to do it unless I was her spy master, so. Have people seen the late, what did you call them? Late night meetings? Uh, have people seen them? Yes. I have attended the Queen. And, I, and uh, under the auspices, like, publicly do people assume this is where they're they're assuming the spy master? Uh, yeah. But privately, are these where some of your liaisons have taken place? Not yet. It's been purely business so far. What's your official title, then? If you're not quite the spy master, what is your official Um, title? Let's (laughs) go with uh, Master of the Chamber or something like that. Right, It's, it's really one of those royal titles that is like, what the heck does that even mean? Who made the first overture of love? Romantic love. Um, I think she did. When, because uh, I would never be so bold as to let her know of my affection. Hmm. And how did she do it? Uh, she did it by. Uh, actually telling me, right, that you know you're in love with me, right, was was her words. Hmm. And I know that you love me, right, that was the exchange. Has, has the queen had many lovers? Several. So what became of them? Yeah, so when <laughs> <laughs> this kind of piggyback on him, when you say, I wouldn't be so bold, is that like, because the previous previous ones have had issues, or oh. so. Uh, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that open for now. I, I think that's more interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Unknown. Yes. Yeah. Well, you are the spy master, so something tells me you do know. All right. Hmm. Are, are we interpreting that correctly, though? That we can X that because we want to 
wait on that content or? Um, I wouldn't say you're Xing it. It's more refusing to answer the question. Okay. You're, you're deferring so it. it. Okay. Yeah. And you can do it in different ways, right? Okay. Like the, the rules of the game specific, and this is great, like little yeah. uh, question. The, the rules of the game say, you know, any, any question um, uh, that you're asked, you can say that you prefer not to answer that question, right? Okay. And so the way you, you say that, like even though literally in the game it says, I prefer not to answer that question, you could say it in any manner, right? And it could be the in the metagame manner of, oh, let's wait and see what happens. Okay. Or it could be in, in character and be like, oh, no, that, there's no, I, I won't even... Purely you know, baseless rumors, I shall right. not explain. Exactly. So okay. it's up to you how you decide okay, to cool. say that So thing. that's so. more what I meant. So Xcard is, is more really the, the traditional. Okay. Yeah. Almost the traditional. It's removing the content from the game. It okay. could be because you are uncomfortable with it for some reason, which is where the Xcard is kind of traditionally Correct. associated with. Yeah. But it could be for any reason. It could I be also because you don't think it's interesting for this particular. Absolutely. Or it doesn't, okay. it doesn't match the tone for the queen. We, cool. we had a game once where all of us were kind of on the queen side, for example, and a question come up similar to yours, where it was like, what do you find ugly about her or something about her cruelty? Mm -hmm. And we were like, that didn't match our queen, so we just X'd it and moved on to the next question. Okay, cool. So you can do that as well. Okay. Yeah, so I meant more to do the same thing as you. So, thank you for asking. Okay, cool. Uh, Okay, it's me, right? Why do you think the queen trusts you enough to bring you on this journey? I'm actually going to X this card because I don't want this question, so... Okay, I'm mm-hmm. put this aside. I'll get a new one. Uh, there's someone else in this retinue that you love beside the queen. How and why are you keeping it a secret? I think I am in love with the tailor. Um, I am keeping it a secret because I am a hostage. I think that um, at when we reach the kingdom, I'm going to be turned over to the other, the other side. Uh. So I don't think that. Um, it's not a good idea to have any attachments at this point. Are you a member of the other side's like royalty? Um, I think it's unclear. It's never been told. I was traded at a very young age, mm-hmm. so I have no idea what my actual heritage is. No one was sharing that with you. Right. Maybe you know. Um, I don't know anything, but I was raised up in the court. I can do courtly things and know some things, but... I know that at the end of this, I'm going to be turned over, and I can't have any attachments to any of you. So we know who you are, do, and we know that you're... I, I think all of you know I'm a hostage. Yeah. You don't know right. why I'm a hostage. And we've maybe seen you at court. Yeah, I, I'm a fixture there, but I don't have any duties. Yeah. My primary job is pretty much to be the hostage. Um, is there anything about you that signals you out as foreign? Mm-hmm. I don't look anything like the rest of you. I am um, uh, I think I'm shorter than everyone. Um, my features are a little different. Um, I have a very hawk-like nose. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't quite match any of the, the rest of the court, the general court members. There's definitely people coming, dignitaries from other places, but uh, I'm a very specific look. Um, since we've been at war, I'm assuming that I am from that other kingdom, but I don't know the whole story. Okay. Have you ever seen anybody that looks like you in court? Like show up as a dignitary? Not that I remember. I would have noticed. 
maybe I was kept away. Um, I do notice that like whenever I'm near anything important that someone suddenly appears and guides me off somewhere mm -hmm. else. So that's how I came to know you. I mean, um, uh, that's one place I can go and no one's going to veer mm -hmm. me off to some side room. Absolutely. Do you have, <coughs> do you have a, um, a recollection of a, me a memorable moment with the queen for yourself? The, I think the queen takes care to address me in a certain way. I think the, not necessarily deferential, not necessarily even respectful, but um, it's always um, I'm going to address the court and also this person. So I'm there, but I'm not quite ah. in the court. Mm -hmm. So, is there anything wow. that uh, you have on your person, like a physical object, or or maybe some other reminder uh, physically about your person that uh, reminds you of where you're from, like some keepsake or anything? I think that there is a large notch in my left ear that was cut out when I was a baby. Mm. And that's how they'll identify me when I get over. They'll have the other part, basically. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, that was cut out, you said, when you were a baby. You right. have no memory of this. I'm assuming you're like a baby baby, like yeah. infant. Right? So obviously it's, it's not going to be a physical match. It's going to there's something right. there. But it's the same shape. Well, there's going to be... It's going to be a different size. There's going to be yeah. something there that they know to identify sure. me with. Okay. Maybe it's an unusual cut, for example. Mm. They have their own sort of CSI seer that's like going to yeah. be able to tell, you know. Or there's magic. Yeah. We'll know when we get there. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, as far as the journey itself, though, like it sounds like you grew up in the court. Mm -hmm. uh, in what way are you prepared for this perilous journey? Um, I'm not. I think I'm carried in shackles. Wow. You, you do not normally wear shackles at the court, though. No, I think I, I think they know, though, that I am a flight risk, and I'm shackled both uh, feet and, and hands. Okay. If we're taking you back to... Okay, I guess we're not taking you back to your homeland, so... that We don't know. We don't, we know. don't know. I don't even know. Maybe, this, maybe okay. someone knows. But, but why... Okay. No, what were you going to ask? Well, no, I was going to ask a question that I think has already been answered. Oh, okay. Well. It could be anything. I could be a sacrifice. I could be a, a ransom. I don't know. There could be another... A another person. to a different kingdom. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You barter. Mm-hmm. Someone may know. So why do you think that um, last night when most people were sleeping and, you know, everyone was kind of bedding down and doing their own thing, why do you think I walked by and handed you a little key, which may or may not be the key for your shackles, but... I'm going to X that. I don't think that belongs. Okay. But I do think, like, uh, why do I love the tailor? I think yeah. she can pick the lock with her needle. Oh, I love that. That's, that's why I can. I yeah. am deft no, with the great. needle. She can pick the lock, for sure. Yeah. That, okay, that's officially my favorite uh, X of the year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> People ask questions about... Have you used the X card in a game? I mean, I have a lot of examples now, but that's going to be my favorite. Sweet. All right. All right. Nice. I got one yeah. more. I know. Sorry. I'm like Sorry. super interested. Okay. In uh, you actually have past cards and stuff. So this how are you? Uh, how are you liking 
being outside and out of the court. Mm. Um, like, is I, it, has it been fun? Is this a interesting thing? I think that um, I think clearly it's becoming clear now that I'm out and out of the castle and definitely off of the thing. I think it's becoming clear that I've been kind of educated and trained for this. So um, it ha it's a little eerie. Like it's very <laughs> familiar, but at the same time, I know that it's not going to end well. Yeah. All right. What did you bring with you to protect the queen? Um, I am always seen with a with a plethora of weapons, but um, this time I have something new. Um, it's called a rifle. Mm. Oh. Is it something any of us have? Nope. That's an awfully blunt point. Yeah. What do you expect to do with that? It's very useful when uh, one's enemies are at a distance. How cowardly. Cowardice or bravery is not at issue when the question is protecting the queen. Well said. Where'd you get the rifle then? That's <laughs> what <laughs> everyone's yeah. mouth. Um, it is a, a new um, device crafted by um, a, an armorer in, in town. It's a, it's a brand new invention. Did the queen give it to you? She did. Is there anything about it that uh, personalizes it from her to you? Has her symbol on it, etched in, in inlaid in silver in the in the stock. Mm. Interesting. Have you ever killed for the queen before? Yes. Have you journeyed to this land before? Like this, this, these travels that we are taking now mm -hmm. are these roads familiar to you? They are. Yeah. And. Did you fight in the war? You're a hunter, and we know that you're... I'm her huntsman. You're a huntsman, right, yes. her huntsman. So did you ever fight in the war I as did. a soldier? I did. There were, many, there were rumors. Hmm. And if I were to ask you, as we're sitting by the fire, mm -hmm. what you think of our friend here, this prisoner in shackles, um, who's been in the court for mm -hmm. a long period of time, decades, right? Mm -hmm. At least. Uh, what would your opinion on our friend be? Um, I mean, you've been in the war is why I asked. Right. right? Um, all things considered, it seems like a nice fellow. Hmm. Have you ever participated in the Queen's ugliness at her behest. I prefer not to answer. Yes. <laughs> Checkbox. <laughs> it's kind of my favorite part about how that's phrased. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it can be interpreted in all sorts of ways. Uh-huh, exactly. Does the Queen ever hunt with you? Yes. Mm. What does she like to hunt? Um, she likes to hunt... Uh, she likes the chase, so she likes to hunt from horseback, um, foxes, deer, things like that. Is she good? Yes. Did he train her? I did. 
I taught her to hunt. Okay. Okay. Are you in any way related to the queen? No. No. How long have you been at court? Cause you, did you say you were a noble? Or you I am not. You would like to be a noble? I would like to be. Okay. Um, I, I have been in the queen's service um, since she became queen. H how did that come about? Um, I was originally coming out as coming out of the wars. Um, I was okay. originally tasked to be her protector. Okay. You suspect this journey isn't just about diplomatic negotiations. What else do you believe is going on and why? Um, I'm going to pass this question on to you. Awesome. I, I was just like, how do I say, give me that question. car? <laughs> <laughs> I think. You did. That's how you did it. Because <laughs> like, I was just like, <laughs> I used my, my <laughs> mojo. I was like, give me the car. <laughs> I think that there, a match has been made for the queen to trade to end the war. Um, because she, yeah, that's what I think. What, what leads you to believe this? Uh, she has asked me to make a special garment. <sighs> oh. Is it a wedding dress? It is a, a veil. Ah. It's, but it seems quite uh, bridal in nature. Hmm. Um, are there any elements to this bridal veil, possible mm -hmm. bridal veil, um, that are, you know, each culture has their different styles, right? Like ours versus yeah. this nation we are, are traveling to, right? These people that we are traveling to. Are there any elements to this veil which you know, possibly resemble some elements of their style versus ours or whatever? I think so. I think there is a, somehow, like we would have a circlet mm -hmm. um, that keeps the veil in place, but somehow this veil has a torque element to it. So it has both like this, uh, it has a, a smaller circlet piece, so it's not, more like a headband mm -hmm. that kind of um, weaves into a really uh, delicate um, torque around her that would go around her neck. Okay. And this is a little is more indicative of their culture. Their culture, right. yeah. Possibly. Yes. So is it difficult to make? Many hours? Or? Many hours. The pouch of diamonds I have, you it's going to take forever. Forever and ever and ever to sew these tiny little gems onto this veil. Hmm. So are you working on it during the trip? Mm-hmm. So maybe in a carriage or? It kind of try to uh, in s some secret, yeah. So maybe work on parts of it where uh, most of it is obscured or, or if there's a place I can be in that isn't as noticed by others. So the candle's burning in your tent at night. Mm -hmm. Well, into the late. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But I suspect this. Hmm. All right. 
What is something you do for the royal family that has prepared you well for this journey? Um, so, I am the, uh, the spy master. I have uh, mapped the route and got as much intelligence on it as I possibly can. So, I have, you know, I have prepared for each bend and road of the journey, even though I have not ever actually taken mm. it, right? So, also I like the idea, uh, so we were talking a little bit about, like, what's my title? And uh, I like the idea that I am the dove keeper. And so I have sent out doves ahead of, ahead ah. of it. So. I have a question. Yes. Are the maps you're using accurate? Uh, they are the best maps available in the, uh, in the entire kingdom. Okay. What, uh, so given that you are using these accurate most accurate of maps, mm -hmm. and um, and this is the first time you're on this journey. Uh, what what are your thoughts of our huntsman here? Um, you know, given that the huntsman's actually been on this journey many times, what do you feel of your relationship? Uh, I think that the huntsman uh, he means well, but he doesn't he doesn't know as much as he thinks he does. <laughs> there are shifting alliances and things that he doesn't know about, so okay. he means well. Do you think, um, I mean, I've heard word, I, I don't presume to know the Queen's actual plans or anything, but uh, do you think that the Huntsman is deserved of lands? And title. Mm. I think it's the title part that's a little bit iffy. Giving mm. off lands, sure, why not? But the title, just for this trip, we'll see. Is there any concern that you have about the huntsmen having a title? For example, does that would it be because they they would have some sort of power that they wouldn't have otherwise had? Um, in the court, for example. In the court. Um, yes, I, I think, uh, right, if you have a title, then you get to uh, actually have some sort of uh, say in court. Mm. <coughs> <coughs> so. is, is this kind of unusual that uh, such a large land grant would be given to commoner based on one service or... Well, I think that it is. It would be unusual if it was for one service, but given the fact that it's for, you know, his lifetime of service, and probably he will be retired, is my thought. I don't know if it's true yet, but that's certainly the only logical thing. Has the Queen asked you your opinion about it? Uh, no, which is very troubling. And it's hard to broach the subject with her. Oh. What makes you say that? Uh, she's too fond of him. Of the... The huntsman. But I mean, if you were to bring the subject up, like, what is her reaction? She's fond of him, but... that She laughs it off. Okay. Every time. Okay. When you say she's fond of him, do you mean she's fond of him? Do you view him as a rival? I think it's more of an avuncular sort of fondness, right? It's more of a... 
favorite uncle type of deal. Really? Yeah. Or is that just what you tell yourself? Look, that's what <laughs> I believe. <laughs> is there is there someone that you feel like uh, is rival for the queen's affections? Mm. Not just what is your sort of job at court? Sorry. I, I yeah, no, that's that hasn't come up yet. So I just wanted to I dream. Queen seer. Queen seer. Yeah, I dream. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, she knew you when you were like two, so I feel like that's a little less likely to be a rival. So. He's not two now. I am not. I suppose not. But I don't think of it that way. So. All right. Uh, I guess I go again. Yeah. You are considered ugly by almost everyone you meet. How does the queen make you question that perception? Um. Well, this kind of fits neatly into what we were talking about before. I think uh, in addition to having a hunk of my ear out, I'm covered in tattoos. I think I'm head-to-toe tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else has them. Um, I think that... Uh, I think... I think the queen put them there. They're the queen's designs. So... Um, wow. They may be... I'm, I'm not sure why they're there, but I've been forced to have them. Ever since I was um, of adult age, I think. She, she's been inking me. Um, I think most people think they're disgusting, but the queen has put them on me. And uh, Has she put them on you herself? Uh, hmm, no, because, it, because tattooing is a pain in the ass, basically. Maybe uh, she just got good at it. I don't know. But she has been like very interested in every part of it. Like she designs things. She has a uh, a cadre of tattoo artists that ink them. And to be honest, I think she kind of enjoys watching me bleed. Mm-hmm. So she shows up and likes watching the sessions. Are they words? Are they pictures? What are they symbols? I think um, I think they tell a story. Do you know what the story is? I think it's the story of the war. Are there parts of the story that you've never seen? Uh, I think that over time I have seen every part, but there are parts that are open to interpretation. Um, And I think the design is such that wherever that tattoo meets, like like my my back, Mm -hmm. it gets split off and the story branches in certain ways and goes down one arm is a different story with the same root and the, the other arm is, a, is another story so um, basically it's this war that's been going on since longer than we've been alive and um, I yeah I suspect it's a record of that so maybe when I'm handed over to whoever they'll know hmm. so have, have you ever tried to or had any desire to protest to a being continually tattooed. Um, it, it's I've been doing it for so long. I, I haven't thought about it. Also, I know it's difficult to resist, and it's going to be permanent. So I haven't I haven't argued too much. Um, no, let me change that. I haven't enjoyed it very much, but I've definitely not resisted the queen openly. 
Okay. Are you saying that because <coughs> did you resist initially and were you punished or did you just, is it just your nature? Like you knew, you were resigned and you just took it. I think when I was very young I had to be restrained and now I've, I'm so used to it, it barely matters to <coughs> me. So I've, I've gotten more stoic over the years. I've never enjoyed it. I've never like looked forward and say, yay, more ink. But I've definitely um, grown to accept it. Is there a part that isn't tattooed? Or has been saved? Mm. Yeah, I think I think because of the way the story is written, there there are parts that need to be filled in. Like we'll say like my upper shoulder and there there are just bits that are open. The story's gonna be filled in as as it happens. But everyone else, no one else has this. It's specifically to me, and I think most people might even be repulsed by it, or at least shocked by it. But the queen loves it. So openly, do people act openly repulsed by it, or? I think uh, it's a mixture of things. I think, I think some people are just think it's weird. I think some people will think it's unseemly. Mm-hmm. I think some people are, uh, you know, they take pity for whatever reason, which I also find patronizing. Mm. Um, I definitely feel it's misunderstood. <coughs> so <coughs> I think there's all kinds of reactions, okay. none of which are like, that looks great. Am I part of those sessions? Like, are my dream interpretations or dreams, is that part of that? Yeah, I think so. I think that is actually mm. a large part of it. I think that. Um, she consults with you and that is what decides what direction she wants to uh, tell the story. Um, If someone were to watch that situation, for example, or any situation where you and I are communicating, would they get a sense of what your feelings toward me are? Um, Or what sense would they get? I think that... um, I think that I can't answer that right now. But but you're definitely a fixture there, so it's Mm -hmm. it's there's definitely uh, some kind of uh, relationship. So have have I ever made you a garment on the down low to try to? Mm. I think you have. I think you have actually made several. Like you made like. you, actually, I think you made all my clothes from this point on. Okay. Um, but you've also made um, like a cloak that can cover most of it, and maybe um, it flips over and it's a disguise. Nice. So nice. it's like an inverted cloak that can be used as uh-huh. a disguise. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Cool. Um, you think of someone in this retinue as the queen's favorite. Who and what makes you think this? I actually think that the hostage is her favorite. Yeah. Um, And the reason I think that is because she lavishes so much attention on decorating him to her liking. And, and telling this story in his flesh. And I think that's that's why. Do you wish it was you? 
No, though I do think, although I think it's visually repulsive because you know I don't want to change what sure. what Jean said. Um, but I do think it is a mark of the queen's interest. Has the queen shown any anything similar towards you? No. Really. Not even, uh, so when you say no, do you mean like, no, she hasn't shown any interest toward me, like much at all, or no similar interest to like... No similar interest. <laughs> right. no, no similar interest. Right. What interest does she show? I mean, so we know that she hunts with you, for example. Right. You've taught mm -hmm. her all of that. Right. Um, does she show any other interest than that in regards to... Um, I don't think there is any romantic interest between the queen and myself. Sure. Um, I think she sees me as somewhat of a father figure. Mm -hmm. um, and um, someone who will do the unpleasant tasks that need to be done. Which you've done plenty of times, right? Yes. Now, we've been traveling for a little bit now, mm -hmm. right? Are any of those, uh, these unpleasant tasks, I mean, the retinue is just us, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we're certainly to come into conflict with others on the road. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're still in our own land or not. I'm just a dreamer. But have you done oh any no, of we these? We left, our, uh, we left the Queen's lands some time ago. Mm -hmm. Have you performed any unpleasant tasks since we have left the Queen's land that we would have seen? Mm -hmm. uh, I think so, yes. What were they? Um, <laughs> I think that because the, the, the Queen's retinue is an uncharacteristically small one, mm -hmm. you know, we have no soldiers with us. Mm -hmm. And here we are traveling across these open lands, you know, far from, you know, security and things like that. Um, we were beset by, um, we'll call them bandits. Um, and after the initial fighting, there were a couple of bandits who were um, not killed outright. Um, they're no longer among us. Got it. Why do you do these things? Because someone must. Obligation? Um, obligation to the crown more than to her person. But the the queen cannot be seen to do these things herself. Would he be doing these even if there wasn't a giant check of land waiting for you? Mm -hmm. Yes. In this most recent um, little skirmish, skirmish <laughs> word I was looking for, um, did any of your other travelers here impress you with their ability to handle the skirmish itself? More so than you would have expected? Um, yes. Um, I, I'm actually quite surprised at how 
um, resourceful in the queen's personal defense the tailor was. Go me. <laughs> okay. Did the queen fight? Um, I'm going to go with yes. Did she take a life? Yes. What's your title going to be once you've... She has not told me. Or has she just not decided on one? I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. She may not have decided. I'm just wondering if that's a thing she does. Like, what about... No, I'm not sure. That's po- very possible. I can say definitively that I do not know. Okay. The queen thinks more highly of you than you do of yourself. How do you know this? Mm. I know this because um, I have, uh, like I think from the outside, people would look at me and go, oh, they're obviously a fixture of the court, right? Like Mm -hmm. they, you know, dream and do all that stuff and it's the queen's dreams and um, but uh, I personally have never felt that uh, that secure in my title Um, you know after you know it's mandated every morning when we wake that I need to tell the queen the dreams this is just this is just part of our pattern. Mm-hmm. This is what we do every day since I was a little child, right? Um, and, you know, when you have the same job over and over again, sometimes you're not sure if it's really necessary or not. You, you don't know, like, to what extent it's appreciated mm-hmm. or it's necessary. And, of course, when you hear in the royal court all sorts of people besmirch your name in all sorts of horrible ways, sometimes you're worried as to whether or not you're really necessary or somebody's going to off you or who knows what. Um, it's hard living in the court. And so uh, every once in a while, and I think the queen has been doing this more and more frequently because she knows that I need it a little bit more in recent months Uh and weeks. She tells me that my dreams are, uh, well, her dreams are of vital importance to her. Who knows, right? right? Maybe it's just my my doubt is gnawing at me now and I feel like she's just saying this for some reason but this is what she tells me and uh, I, I don't really I don't really know what I provide I hear my dreams when I say them and then I hear her interpret them and sometimes I don't know I don't know how she comes to those realizations and I think maybe she doesn't even need those dreams at all maybe she's just making it maybe I'm an excuse do you secretly think she has possibly started to dream on her own now? So I had the same thought. Yeah. And I decided to carry out a test. Uh, I knew it was a little bit dangerous, but what I did is I watched her at night, and I watched her sleep. And I've seen people sleep and dream. I mm-hmm. know what, what their eyes do and what their body uh-huh. does when they dream. Her body doesn't do that. So it's hard for me to know. Who knows what happens in her head? But I can tell you this. She does not move like somebody who dreams. But I, I only tried to do that for, you know, two mm. or three days. And that has a toll on you. 
yeah. and she would ask me my dreams in the morning, and of course they're affected by, you know, Your lack of my lack of sleep, yeah. and uh, that started to have an impact. I noticed yeah. she made a decision that was not a wise one, and I started to blame myself, like maybe I wasn't doing my duty to the queen and dreaming for her. So heavy, I don't know. Heavy is the head that carries the queen's dreams. Yes. Has, was there ever a dream that made you... <coughs> no, let me ask this. Have you ever tried to get rid of the queen's dreams and, and have your own? Um, so, yes. I don't know that I was trying to have my own. Mm -hmm. But, you know, within our culture, we have our recreational substances, different alcohols and, you know, different types of uh, tobaccos and things. Eggnog lattes. Uh, yes. And uh, some of these have, have impacts on, um, you know, impacts on you in waking life, but also impacts uh -huh. at night. And uh, the few times when I have partaken of such things, um, I found that uh, it was not appreciated. Uh, let me just put that lightly. So I was I was reprimanded and told oh. not to uh, partake of those things because they impacted my dreams or her dreams in mm -hmm. some kind of negative manner. Do you feel any guilt over any of the actions that have result the queen has taken resulting from your the dreams you've told? I mean, how can you not? Right? You say some words, and and I know I'm being honest. I'm just saying what I saw, right. and again, the, this. This young farmer, but if they weren't in the dream, I'm just talking about some weird, surreal things, and then suddenly, do you think they the, take the brunt of it? Do you think the queen has actively redirected the interpretation of your of the dreams that you've given her? It's really loud. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're we might as well try to stream through it. Sure. Okay. Sorry for the leaf blower, guys. Your question again? Sorry. Um, has the queen ever active? Has the queen ever interpreted one of the dreams that you've given her in a way that you know to be wrong, to be incorrect? That she did something that was her own volition rather than the interpretation I of the suspect, dream? I suspect, yes. I've seen it happen three times. I mean, there are times I wouldn't have known, but there were three times that definitely I saw her start to go one way and take a different route, and I knew that it was not what she saw in the dream. She was doing something of her own accord. Okay. Has the queen ever taken... Um, has the queen ever imbibed substances to try to affect your dream, the dreams that you have for her? She, she uh. has. I don't think... Until you've said that, I don't think I ever thought that that would have an effect. Perhaps it has. I don't okay, know. Okay, so you've seen her... But she she has definitely, you know, I mean, she's the queen. Sometimes they have various parties. She has imbibed of various things. Um, I don't think I've ever tried to see if my dreams would be different. Perhaps they have. Perhaps they aren't. Okay. Okay. Has the queen dreamed of, of, of a wedding? That is a good question. Um, they say it's not it. It's not as loud for them. <laughs> okay. 
Nice. Um, it's really loud for us. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You can invite him in, give him a mic. Uh, I'll say that since we've started this journey, um, like when I'm at court, when we're back at the royal court, I am invited up to speak my dreams, you know, before certain parts of the session, right, on a daily basis. Um, however, on the journey, I do not publicly tell you the dreams. Uh, the queen calls me into her chambers in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I will tell her of the dreams then. And perhaps some of you are there occasionally, but um, I, I have no control over that. The queen has who she has around at that time. But they're not publicly known. So uh, I'll say I prefer not to answer that question. I have not said such things in front of you. Or if I have, they've been very abstract. You would not recognize them as wedding things. Has, has she had dreams about the hostage? Um, dreams that could very well be interpreted as such, yes. Um, there are dreams where there are shackles of different types, um, you know, uh, the way you can interpret them, whether those, they are vines or, you know, a bird caught in a trap mm -hmm. or other things such as this. Um, I cannot tell you for certain whether it is the hostage, but I can tell you that I've had more of these dreams since we started our journey. Ones that... Really? that are we have intertwined things that are keeping you restricted again I don't know if that has to do with the hostage or not perhaps I've said too much perhaps has she ever tried to ask you to specifically dream about uh, some problems she's having I think so but she doesn't say that in those oh. words so before I go to sleep Sometimes she will call me over and she will have, she, she just calls it her, um, you know, she has a word for it and it means like her moment before going to sleep. She wants to get rid of her cares, right? And, uh, and she will use me as somebody to, to just be a listening board, right? To, to mm -hmm. listen to these things she wants to get off her chest. Uh, I have often thought, that maybe she is trying to seed me with things uh -huh. so that I will dream of things. I can't say it always works, though. But perhaps that's uh -huh. what she's doing. Or maybe she just needs somebody to talk to. I don't know. True. Excellent. All right. Cool. Welcome to Southern California. Land of the leaf blower. The queen had you punished once. What about the memory of that will stay with you forever? <laughs> I want to hand that card to you. This is a good card for you, though. It is. Yeah. It must be a good card for you. I could pass. <laughs> How dare you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the queen had you punished once. What about that? What about the memory of that will stay with you forever? Um, so, um, 
I was punished once, and uh, I was sent down to the chamber that we do not talk about. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. And there I saw the queen in her full glory. Wow. Oh my God. Was this before or after she professed her love? For professed you? my love for her. Yeah. Or during? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was after, and. I still love her. Jury's out on her? <laughs> no. No? Doesn't really matter if she loves me or not. Ah. Uh. I mean, I'd like it to be, but, you know, I love her and... What did you, what did you do in her eyes that deserved punishment? Uh, I think I overstepped my bounds. I made a decision without asking her. I thought I knew her will, and it turned out to be I was wrong. Ah. Was it that you were wrong, or simply that you decided, and you that you you decided? I think it's that I decided in her in her stead, and she did not want that. Who else has been sent to this chamber? Well, uh, lots of other people. Do you mean in this particular party, or do you mean because? Uh, no, just. Uh, it's up to you, actually, if you want to say it's someone here. Uh, they, I think they'd have to agree, but... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've, we've said that, yes, many people have been sent, or at least enough that this is somewhat known, at least to the seamstress, so... Um, yeah, it's usually... Um, you know, it's not, it's not very often um, nobles or other members of court, but it is a... You know, agents and people that have upset her for various reasons. Um, do people come out of it changed? Um, yeah, they do. Do you think you changed? Uh, I was really only given a glimpse, so no, I don't think I changed that much. Only a glimpse. Did we ask why? Yes. Yes. And what yeah. was the answer? I overstepped my bounds. Okay. I basically made a decision that I thought she would have wanted, and okay. it was the, not so much that I made the wrong decision, so much that I made the decision for her in the first place. Did we also ask uh, what we would see as different after you returned? Nope. Um, if anything. If anything. Um, yeah. I now wear gloves all the time. Have any of us seen you without gloves? I assume not. Uh, nope. I think, uh, yeah, since, since the incident, I just have affected gloves. You're very cautious about making sure you have your gloves. Yeah. Got it. And well, they were given to me by the queen. Oh. Did Who made these gloves, by the way? Yeah. Well, um, I you know I don't want to answer for you, and you can. So the nice thing about and th this comes yeah. up quite a bit is uh, you definitely want everybody to have like their player agency. Yeah. Um, but I find that's the best way is to go like, 
so I don't want to answer for you, but I'm thinking this. And then the person can kind of say yeah. your name. You can even go all the way in and just be like, the tailor did it, but then the tailor can always use the X card to go like, actually, no, just yeah. in the same way Gene did earlier when I was mm -hmm. like, okay, this thing. And he's like, oh, wait, I've got a different idea, right? All right. So, so yeah. So I think that's, uh, you did it, and maybe that's one way that you know somebody is going to be sent down to the... <gasps> oh, that is so cool. I like oh. It. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> if that's cool with you. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. <laughs> That's terrible, <laughs> but it's awesome. Did your love for her change at all before or afterwards? Uh, no. I still love her. How long ago was this event? I mean, in the span of, are uh, we talking like a decade or like weeks or a year? I, th I think somewhere between a year and a decade, so. Okay, you know, a while ago. A while ago, yeah. I mean, the war's been going on. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an early mistake, but it was definitely you know a mistake that has been made in the last decade. Let's say. So, how, how do you feel about stepping out of bounds again? That's a good question. Uh, if I needed to do it again, I would. Did your decision that you made? Uh, I mean, was it determined that it was a poor decision, or was it just done without the queen's permission? It was just done without the queen's permission. Got it. It was actually the right decision that she probably would have made. Did you purposely not ask her, or did you just... Mm. It was just an expedient. I didn't think that she would mm. mind. You don't appreciate how quiet it is until it's actually quiet. Right? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, I, we can really hear each other. Well, now we'll just need some Pasadena parrots to get back in order. I know. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. It lasted about 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm glad you could still hear us. But now there's no leaves. Okay. No, I know. Or acorns or whatever those were. So a special order for gloves comes in and, and then mm -hmm. someone knows something's going to happen. Or a special order for other Yeah, because, I mean, partial face mask, uh. a partial veil. Yep. Okay. Special it's creepy. Stuff. Yeah. I think we've decided that. I, I, I yeah. think we've decided our queen is kind of creepy, but... <laughs> Alright. Yeah. What do you do that pleases the queen on this journey? Um, I'm going to actually get another card, so I'll X that card and pull mm -hmm. another one. What do you do for the queen that no one else can do? Um... I think uh, I taste her food. You're also a food taster. Yeah. So I uh, I taste every meal that she eats. How long have you been doing that? Um. I think that I've been doing it ever since her last food taster has moved on, oh. so to speak. It takes years to build up certain immunities. Mm-hmm. The iocane powder? Maybe. So uh, it, it, you have to be trained to be a food t taster, but I taste her food. How do you feel about being a food taster? Um, particularly in light of, you know, what happened to the last food taster. Well, I love the queen, so mm -hmm. um, I understand it's one of my duties. Um, it is, 
but I don't do this out of love. Did did the last food taster, um, I mean, to be blunt, were they poisoned, or would the last food poster just get get to a point where they were no longer a reliable food taster as far as their body chemistry? Like maybe after time, you could be immune to poison, so like it's not a good person to use anymore. I think the last food taster was taken to the chamber and never returned. Got it. Mm. So, what was the best thing you ever got to eat? Mm. Ah, that's a good question. I think um, mm, that's a really good question. I think since I always eat what the queen eats, I think the queen's tastes are very peculiar, though. I think she likes uh, very simple food. I think it's. Uh, I think she likes to eat her own kills. So she hunts and she likes to bring the food that she hunted to her own table. Um, so I've eaten a lot of a lot of that, but it's not the best thing I've had. The best thing I think I've had was a a rare fruit that grows from faraway land. Um, we've only ever had it once, and the queen did not like it, but it was wonderful. This is your f a favorite for you. Yeah, it's, it's tasted differently. Does it spark some kind of memory? It may. Um, it did taste... It. I know it doesn't grow in this land, nowhere near this land, so um, it comes from far away, and we've only had it the one time, and the queen hated it, so I had the whole thing. Maybe it was like a pear, um, but it was so odd. But mostly she likes to eat the results of her hunt. What is it about the queen that you find lovable? I, um, well, I mean, she's lovable, right? <laughs> what is there, though? What's a, what quality or... I think... Uh, as I've been educated, I understand that love is to be dedicated to the kingdom. So I ah. love that about her. So off yeah. the record, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is there something that you've seen about the queen that you personally, separate from, you know, your public need to show love, is there something that you personally like about the queen? Anything? Um, off the record. I think everything I say is on the record. That's that's my role is to be on the record at all times. You I are the record. Exactly. <laughs> that is a very good point. I am the record. <laughs> I, I think that you are the um, written record. So let it be written on on the hostage. I think, I think I'm not sure if I love this about her, but I can very much appreciate that she's very creative. That she will surprise you in ways that you didn't you didn't see coming, and. Um, and she has kind of made an art of it. Okay. All right. Cool. Who is the distant power you are traveling to, and why do they make you uneasy? Uh. Um, do we have to give them a name? It's up to you. Um, We'll call them just them. <laughs> them works. 
and um, they're Their marriage practices make me uneasy. Mm. Uh, good answer. I like it. Because ah. um, the the queen has been told in 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 the discussions f- for this supposed upcoming marriage that the torque is just a decoration, but I've come to believe that it has more meaning than that in their culture. Wait, do you know about the... Because didn't we say that the... Well... Yeah. We said that so it looked like nobody... And, and this yeah, is something so that... you know? Uh, I think with a lot of the questions, we have to think of it as um, almost like our character's interpretation of stuff. Like mm-hmm. when somebody asks you, for oh, example, for sure. does anybody else know? You might say, like, nobody knows. I do it secretly. But somebody no, might say, right? Yeah. And this is one person who's actually been to this other yeah. land or been mm-hmm. there. So maybe they could they actually can interpret what they're well, doing. Well, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. So you yeah. know? I believe. Okay. Interesting. What do you think? Um, so you believe that there's more to this torque than just like, okay, it's a design or it's whatever. more than just a decoration. So what, what do you think it is? I think it's a slave collar. Mm-hmm. So it's a symbol of like fealty or, uh-huh. or slavery or mm-hmm. whatever. Exactly. And that mm-hmm. she's not going to be married to this other, you know, but that um, she and then therefore our entire kingdom is going to to be placed into servitude to this other kingdom. Right. Is this another kingdom? Is is them who we're at war with, or is this a different? No, it's. I think it's a different kingdom. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it. Okay. At least that's my understanding. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm well, not, I'm it, not. It, the card says um, we're we're going to broker an alliance with a, a distant, distant power. power, not necessarily the power that. Yeah, we're I thought war. I said something about to to. And a lot of this yeah. is open to interpretation you? based right. on where the story goes. Sure. Yeah. So it's kind of up to us to read between the lines or whatever. There sometimes there's a card that comes up that talks about traveling through some land, and again, it doesn't tell you: uh-huh. Are you in your land? Are you in some other third party? <laughs> are you in that distant land? Again, it's kind of up to you to. Oh no, for sure. Interpret it, right? But yeah. So, what do you guys think? Well, I, th- I was just saying. I yeah. think when I said it, that it was uh, possibly to uh, make an alliance for that's, the war. That's what you thought, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could be subject to interpretation because it's yeah, not necessarily yeah. with those people. I, I had kind of gotten the impression that it was making an alliance with a third Got party mm. to make an alliance so that you know that other kingdom could be over, could then be overtaken. Sure, that's oh. just kind of the way I pictured it. Maybe I'm wrong. No, that's, well, and this is the thing. Yeah. We could actually go like both of those could be correct from yeah. your point right. of view, right? Like yep. you're a tailor in a town. What yeah. do you know? And then you're somebody who's actually traveled between yep. these places, so maybe you just have better experience than we do around some of this. Sure. Yeah. Or, or it's quite possible we're at war with both parties. Yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. Do you think I'm from this country? Yep. Okay. Have, have you told me? No. <laughs> Interesting. And, and the reason I say no is because it, the fact that you don't know anything about it was kind of a thing for the evolution of, of that you were had going on, so I didn't want to break that. Okay, I think 
Well, we're going to explore it later, I think. No, no, that's so, good. Yeah, that's we'll see how it goes. The one way to say it is, have I ever asked you? Um, and I'm not sure if I have. Uh, I, I'm not sure we've ever actually had any direct interaction. Sure. Well, not until this this journey. Right. At I, least. I think I agree with that. Okay. Sometimes these go fast, and sometimes they they go a long time. Sure. Each question. I'm just trying to think if I've got a question. You can hand me a card. I know I I, I, I have, but I can't think of like how to phrase. Have Have you attempted to broach the subject with the queen? Um. I did. And that's when I got sent to the room. Oh, wow. Ooh. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there something you wear now that wow. you didn't wear before you were sent to the room? Uh, nothing about my attire has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think since then, no one has seen me without my shirt on. Mm. Okay. How how have you changed? Um, probably grown more silent and more sullen. We're not a merry band. We're not a merry band. (laughs) I'm a little bit merry. I'm a little bit merry. Yeah, we tell this thing. We jape. Yeah, (laughs) we jape. Gamble. We jape. We joust. We We gamble. We gamble. Yeah. Not gamble like dice and cards, but gamble. Right. <laughs> yeah. <Woods>. Like lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? Did the how how did you um I it's interesting, uh, this is a player comment. Um I'm finding myself trying to word the questions more and more broadly. Mm-hmm. So that like you mentioned this I think before, like about not leading. So you can, the way you can phrase a question can definitely cue somebody in creatively, right. versus letting them just completely. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's it's a it's a cool experience to kind of like think about and play with because yeah. you're leaving open spaces, right? It's yeah. like learning how to, you know, play a game and leave a lot of blanks, right? Yeah. At the same time, like you also don't want to um, you don't want to handicap what you're able to do and like you know give yourself a crutch you don't need so if you do have for example a question that you're like hey this is kind of the question i want to ask just kind of go for it yeah Yeah, what's the worst case scenario right Right. well like we've got that x card we we can figure it out how how um how did you find the queen's demeanor when you were punished um I think it was actually the first time that I've ever seen the queen show anger towards me. Is your love for her the same? Outwardly, yes. Inwardly? What, it, what is it about your inward self uh, that makes my seamstress suspect that you no longer love the queen? Um, because I've grown, I'm more silent and more okay. silent. Interesting. His taste in shirts has changed. <laughs> yeah. He no no longer wears the uh, 
green carnation for Her Majesty. No longer reveals the six pack. <laughs> <laughs> All the abs. All of them. <laughs> All right. You're welcome, Adam. Leave that up. What part of this journey will be the most difficult, and how do you pull the rest of the retinue through it? Oh. That's a good question. So, we've been traveling for some time. Uh, we left our lands. Um, we have gone through a little bit of one of our enemy's lands, and now we've gone into a no-man land. There's this little area between these three kingdoms that we've talked about, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody, nobody even claims to own this land anymore. There, there is even no, no even pretense of saying this is my land, right? There's this little triangle pocket between a couple of mountains and a forest here and whatever, and lots of battles were fought here, and it's a mess. And there was some kind of weird magic or technologies they used long ago in some war and this place is just kind of devastated. You can't grow food here. Wow. It's just a bit of a... It's like nuclear winter sort of. It's a lost thing. cause, yeah. right? So like, and you know, there's still the bones of dead, you know, uh, litter different places. Um, uh, now, although none of our nations claim to own this place. There are those that are desperate and have no nation and have no land and have no food and struggle. Mm-hmm. And this is still one way to not just travel between places. It's not the safest route, but it is a route that, that is not owned by any of these three nations. So if you are trying to trade in, you know, maybe something a little bit illicit or whatever, or trying to be um, you know, get away from some set of authorities. This might be a good place to go. Which means that some unsavory characters end up taking residence here. Oh. So this is the place we find ourselves traveling through. Um, this little triangle. And um, uh, I have taken your, your thought of, you know, does the queen uh, imbibe in things to try to affect my dreams and I've been watching her I've been watching what she eats I've been watching what she drinks because uh-huh. occasionally she will drink to relax on the journey um, and last night she drank quite a bit she smoked a little bit and I think that it did have an impact on my dreams um, really? yeah they were they were different but a lot more clear to me than usual like I almost was able to interpret I felt like I was able to interpret them. And that's happened before, but I didn't think there was any pattern. Now I'm wondering if maybe when she is not, you know, uh, cognizant, maybe that gives me the ability to interpret the dreams better. Um, So this morning I told her about the dreams. And, you know, she was hungover, of course, and uh, barely paying attention. Yeah. Um, But I had an idea of what this meant. I thought we were going to be under attack later this day. I told both the spy master and the, the hunter, um, both discreetly without the queen around, just, you know, almost as if I was talking to myself. I mean, I didn't want to give them any instructions or to give right? any impression like I'm not here for the queen, of course, or I was, uh, 
you know, second guessing yeah. her. Um, but, you know, I just talked out loud about some of my concerns. And uh, I think that put everybody on edge just enough. So we were prepared just enough where that surprise attack did not, um, you know, we didn't go under. We were able to defend ourselves. Uh, you know, we got to see the rifle in action, I believe. Maybe that's the first time. Mm-hmm. We will see. We'll find out. Is this the first time that your dreams have, like, quite literally been sort of prophetic and come true? Um, I, I did not dream of the exact events. So it was still, it was less of the dream being prophetic uh, in the sense of something anyone would interpret, and more I felt like I was able to interpret it, which I've had hints of, like I said, but this time I felt pretty certain, like, mm-hmm. my abstract dream, I kind of knew what it meant. And in the same way, the, the queen always seems to know what my dreams mean. Have you encouraged the queen, since this happened, mm-hmm. have you encouraged the queen to imbibe again so that you might feel your dreams more and make them yours? Well, it's only been hours, but uh, we're here, you know, at, at camp the next day, licking our wounds and, and patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I probably make one small comment about, yeah, maybe... Maybe it's worth celebrating because I think the queen is sitting uh-huh. there wondering whether she should drink again. She's still barely, you know, recovering from the last night. But, you know, she's taking another drink and I'm hoping she'll take another and we'll see where that goes. Did, did I understand correctly? Did the queen not come to that uh, interpretation? I don't think she did. When I gave her the interpretation, she kind of blew some of it off. Um, you know, yeah, I, I don't think she she understood what it meant like I did. Not, so, not today. Well, you are feeling quite accomplished. Um, are you at all fearful that she find out that you gave interpretation to her dream? Um, definitely, which is why I've tried to be very, very careful about the way mm-hmm. I have uh, let the hints drop. But I don't, I mean, I don't think especially these two individuals, like the spy master is under any illusions that, you know, uh, that I didn't do that on purpose, right? I mean, I think these people are clever enough to know what's going on, right? Did you do any actual violence for the queen when the attack came? Um, No, I I do not. I, I am not somebody who could... Yeah, but you saw it coming. I saw it coming, but I am not somebody who is physically capable. Okay. I think I'm fairly weak. I think I, I'm actually, uh, like, if you if you looked at me, you would see someone who is somewhat anemic. Like, I mean, I mean, I am, like, anemic, right? Okay. Like, part of my, my physiology is, is okay. relatively weak compared to, like, a lot of the people within our retinue or our society in general. And, you know, it gives me a certain aura that I take advantage of for my you know, as the seer, but it, it is a weakness that I'm worried about. I wonder if you would give pause after the celebrate, celebration, after the battle, after the celebrating, to the fact that the two people that perhaps know what you've done were both punished by the queen for stepping out of bounds. Yes. Uh, there's a part of me which 
is actively listening to the queen talk to you to see if she's asking for any uh, special dress (laughs) (laughs) of any type to be made. A special merkin. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Merkin. You gotta work merkin. Oh no. So apparently the huntsman used his gun. That's a question that we have. So uh, I had a dream that I was able to interpret unlike the queen. And I believe that, you know, we were under surprise. We were going to be under surprise attack. Mm -hmm. I dropped hints to you guys. And uh, I think you interpreted it enough um, so that at least we weren't caught unawares. But not enough so that the queen would see I'm sitting there, you know, speaking against her word. Uh, Although you guys probably recognize that. And, uh, you know, we weren't surprise attacked. Uh, I think we saw you use your gun. Probably. So... Uh, and I was saying maybe that's the first time we've seen it. I think up to this point, if you're hunting like game and stuff, right. that would be. So y- do you think these guys were bandits? Um, I don't know what they were. I, I think they were desperate. Like when I interpret my dreams, they are not people out there trying to, you know, they don't know who we are. I don't think we're obviously like the queen's retinue and that's why they're on us. My interpretation was these are desperate people in a desperate place. Well, I'm not really asking your interpretation. We actually saw them physically. We, we saw them physically, yeah. yeah. I mean, so do you think they were bandits? Um, I think you could use that word. Do you, do you think they were mercenaries? I do not believe they were mercenaries. Did they wear uniforms? Um, one of them had a uniform of one of these nations, but it was pretty tore up. I don't even know if it was their uniform or if they took it off a dead body. Like, it, it would be hard mm-hmm. to tell. So I, I think they look desperate. I do not think they look like hired mercenaries. But, you know, I don't know how far someone will go to... You're just a seer. Uh-huh. I can only interpret my dreams as much as I can. I mean... Maybe tonight. Oh, what's that, Queen? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me top you off. <laughs> Oh, this is just a little bit left in the bottle. For the queen. For the queen. Okay. Okay. You have a personal connection to the land you are currently traveling through. What makes you want to stay and why don't you? And I will say this. The land we're traveling through, I just said what... What we were traveling through yeah, during well, my I turn. Mean, this, this could be, yeah. it could be I'm anything. Li- I'm going right. to yeah. Yeah. put that card aside. But for those viewers at home, like you yeah. could interpret it to be like, it's been a couple days. I'm in this land now. or who, You know what no, I mean? No, no, like, no. And I didn't mind, and I actually had thoughts about that. I just think it's less interesting than maybe something else. Do it. Uh, you sometimes think <laughs> you might be the queen's favorite. Oh, I said that earlier. Why? And why does this worry you? Um, I do think that I might be the queen's favorite. I mean, I think this because she seems, when she's around me, I feel like she seems her most, her most human, but also her most regal, um, because of it. They're her most natural self and not like a construct of of a ruler um and that i worry about that because 
if maybe for two reasons one is uh that if if i have if i am her favorite maybe i have some influence so that not only through garments but through you know my interaction with her and her fabulous clothing um i can impart some change but also i've seen what happens when you uh incur her ire Do you ever felt, feel like you've been close to her ire? Or what is the closest you've ever felt? For something that, like for, for being yourself, right? I think she thought she saw me paying uh, extra attention or what she deemed issued correctly as extra attention into a garment that I was making for the hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, just extra detail and, and kind of finery. Uh, that she did not specify that I should have added and she was quite angry Hmm. how angry Um, angry enough that she she wouldn't speak to me for uh, three days but being out of the light of the queen's love was was punishment enough I I I uh, apologized profusely and hoped that she understood. Has she ever uh, shared a moment with you that was, you know, really her as a a human person? Like what sort of, you know, connection moment, if any? Yeah, that, um, that she was afraid of not being a good queen, that she every day worried that she would fail to be up to the challenge so that she had to work very hard at it. Okay. Mm. It's okay. It's okay if we draw another card, so. No, it's not. <laughs> Must ask questions. I, I played this game enough where I just kind of understand how like the, the mm-hmm. rhythm goes. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting. Yeah, really. Why? Why are some others at the royal court jealous of your relationship with the queen? I feel like court has not come into it as much, so I'm going to okay. pass that. Yeah. Okay. The queen lights a fire in you. What is it? Uh, well, that's a good card for you. It is, but it's also a good card for everybody else. <laughs> Could that's just true. pass it. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass it. I'm going to pass it. The queen lights a fire in you. What is it? Um, it is a fire for revenge. Mm. Ah, man. Again. Not the fire for land acquisition? <laughs> nope. Revenge against whom? <laughs> <laughs> Not the fire. <laughs> Different fire, uh, the, maybe adjacent. Uh, the people who I believe killed my wife and child. Mm-hmm. And who is that? Who do you believe killed your wife and child? Um, I believe it is the it is the um, rulers of the country to which we travel, or, or people within the country to which we travel. Were they targeted specifically, or was this just a terrible thing? I have no reason to believe that, that, that they were targeted specifically, um, but 
it is my intent to seek them out and provide retribution. Does the queen know this? Yes. Has she encouraged your your yes reaction to it? Yes. Well, she's lit a fire in them, apparently. Um, all right, so, and it, to clarify, these are people who killed your wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. And are you talking about generally, or you're talking about specific individuals? I'm talking about specific individuals. Okay. Hmm. Um... Does the queen know who they are, specifically? She has told me that no, she does not. I, however, believe that she does. Got it. So why why wouldn't she just tell you? I don't know. Did she tell you, um, or did she make her that she, did she let you know that she was aware of this or? Set this thing in motion when she brought you down into that chamber? Um, I don't know if it was specifically when, when she brought me down to the room. Um, she didn't specifically tell me, but when I relayed the information I had gathered in one of my travels about this to her, she was not surprised. And that leads me to believe that she knows. Would you give up the lands and titles she's promised you if she gave you this information? I would. That's a fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stir, stir, stir. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it possible that you will not come back from this journey? Do you think, is there is there a, a, a strong risk to your life in extracting this revenge? I think there is a part of me that does not expect to come back from this journey. Okay. okay. <clears throat> hmm. You are considered beautiful by almost everyone you meet. How does the queen make you question that perception? Okay. So here's the deal. I'm the queen's cousin. Um, Her family, specifically her core family, are considered the rulers. Uh, We're kind of like an adjunct family, right? So yeah, sure, we're royalty and whatnot. I'm not even (laughs) the oldest within that little clutch, right? So my ascendancy to the throne is not even like anything close to being possible. Um, But it is said that me and the queen, although we are cousins, or maybe even second cousins, we were born at the same time. Mm. So supposedly that has something to do with the dreams and whatever. I mean, this is what people have said. I don't know. Um, I am not particularly strong. Like I said, I have always been plagued by some weak physiology. But uh, people say that my features look like that of a prior queen. And, uh, you know, we see this in, you know, kind of like the 
the uh, the portraits that are in the Hall of Queens, right? So not even going that far back, one of the great queens looked very similar to me. So I think a lot of people see me and go, oh, you, growing up, you resemble that queen. And, you know, that was a big thing. Uh, our queen was not very, uh, I, I never thought she was a big fan of that particular comment, um, even back then. I was going to say, how, how have you seen the queen maybe exhibit jealousy or... So that picture in the hall has been slowly modified over the last two decades. I have seen it happen secretly, in secret, at night. One of the Queen's artists will go up and slightly change that image a little bit at a time. And over the last 20 years, I have seen that image change. If you looked at me now and you looked at that image, you would probably not see the resemblance. Do wow. you believe that um, you are actually, in fact, the queen and that you were switched at birth? This year in the Iron no, Mask? I don't believe so. I had dreams, not, not dream dreams, but I had aspirations that that would be the case. Fantasies, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're nothing but child fantasies, I think. I mean, if you look at our lineage, it's pretty clear who's who. Right, I I am not... How do you feel about that... That... that, um, Group... um, I was trying to think of what they may call themselves. The rebels? Yeah, well, it is a rebellious uh, organization that believes that you really are the queen. You should be the queen. Well, I feel sad that but almost all of them have been killed. Because she's she's a hollow vessel. We try. No true queen would not have dreams. I have been told as such by some of those individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would not admit it. Uh, but yeah, uh, all of those that I have talked to before, I have not seen in years. They have all succumbed long ago. So I have uh, I, I try not to think of them. So, so what feature does the queen have that goes counter to this look of these all these prior queens? Because it's not just the one that you really look like, but you know, what's the thing that really makes her stand out um, as unusual? I think it's her. I think it's actually her chin. She has a very prominent chin that is not, you don't find it in any of the queens before. Like some of the features, you can be like, okay, maybe her ear looks a little different or her nose or whatever. But, you know, there's some variation there in the queens. But the chin is very, very different. And uh, if you look at that image that people compared me to, it is more and more like her. And you can see that they've made shadows down here and have created a little bit of a chin. So, yeah. But of course, I would not no. say such thing in public. Of course not. Yeah. That's interesting. I shall pull a card. Mm-hmm. The queen is not your queen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you serve her anyway? Dun, dun, dun. 
It's like tarot. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are really well designed cards. I have to. God say. damn! Look, the, that death card means nothing. It's <laughs> it means change. It's not about. I'm I'm gonna accept this card. Why did I pull it three times then? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, she isn't my queen. Um, but I love her. And I see in her, in these private moments, the person that I think is what idealize in it. I idealize in a, in a queen. Um, and I think that she has within her makeup um, the potential to be the very best queen. So there is a reason she is the queen, even though she is, she is not the queen. The, the seer is the queen. I know this. Hmm. But how, I, don't, I don't know that others know it. How did you discover it? Uh, because I was, I was a member of that, that faction when I was a seamstress in town who believed that she was a false queen. What proof do you have? Mm. What, what's the proof that you carry? I suspect there was it, the child. There is a locket that is passed down from generation to generation, uh, a brooch um, that was stolen around the time of, that the war began. And I, I suspect that's what she has in her pocket. Uh, cool. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. But also the the things that were mentioned, just that the seer absolutely looks like the reincarnation of a previous great queen, and and that people are su also suspicious, though they would not voice it, that the queen is just you know this hollow kind of vessel that has no dreams. She she has to have a seer dream her dreams for her, and then occasionally has made unpopular. Uh, interpretations of some of those dreams and so it's not always soda pop and <laughs> and Sundays. Well, why do you think uh, why would you rather have the queen than uh, the seer? Be because I do I truly when I did meet her and, and came into her service like I love her and not in love with her, like romantic love, but I, I see in her the, the queen, like she is the queen. So that whatever the, the fates have obviously uh, conspired or worked, worked in their ways to ensure that she was on the throne and not the person who might by blood have been supposed to be on the throne, but she is the person who's supposed to be on the throne. So she's the queen we need, not the queen we deserve. <laughs> or not the queen by blood. Yeah, not the queen by blood. <laughs> yeah. Deserves got nothing to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you, do you think I, do I, do I appear to know that you were part of this group that thinks I'm the queen? 
I think I, I'm afraid that you know that, that you mm. possibly, because I do think that you have powers beyond just having her dreams, that you do have seer capability, that you have future sight, that you have, yeah. So I'm afraid you will know that. That's an awesome card. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's an awesome answer. So. Oh, thank you. You arranged for the queen to be ambushed on this journey. What did they <laughs> offer you? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big game changer card. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> the queen touched you once. What about the memory of that will stay with you forever? All right. I think she has touched me more than once, but this was this was where she touched, you know, that part of me that really loves her. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Jacks. Because <laughs> hey I'm giggling like a fourteen year old. I don't know why you're giggling. I, I made no innuendo whatsoever. No, no I, know. I, I understand why it's innuendo, but yes. Because uh, you had used the word parts <laughs> <laughs> and, and touch in the same sentence. Uh, and so uh, the touch was a kiss. Mm. And uh, what about that memory will stay with me forever? Is um, I mean, she kissed me once, right? It's a it's an actual exchange of breath. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing that So a happened. kiss on the lips. Yeah. It was a kiss. Yeah, it was a kiss. Okay. A, ro a romantic, a like, romantic connection. In the, yep, yeah. in the moment kiss. So, uh... Like old movie stars. Yep, that's just going to stay with me forever. Uh, how long ago was this kiss? Legs went up and everything. You know? <laughs> uh, how long ago was it? How long ago was it? Um, Not that way. Another, was this on the journey? That's or what I'm wondering prior. about. And uh, it's a very good question. That's why I'm Oh, I wonder if it was after the, the first uh, uh, yeah, defeat of... I think it was on the journey. Hmm. It has... Uh, yeah. So she looked at me after, after a particularly rough patch of the journey and, and kissed me. And that was a, a strange thing to me that I will treasure forever. Was anyone else around that you could see at that time? Not that I could see. Hmm. That seems very risque. Where were you when this kiss occurred? Did she seem concerned about her surroundings? Yeah, I think she, I think she was. I mm. think it had been an actual bit of danger. But also, I, I feel like it's also um, whatever the border is to this, this nation we're going to, uh, there is a marker or a stone or some mountain or something that prominent. You, you know that you're in that place. And when she saw that, that's when she decided to. Yeah, it was bef right before we crossed that point. Mm. So, what what has happened to the queen's previous lovers? So did we establish? She has had lovers, right? Yeah, yeah we I think you said that because I had asked. Yeah, yeah. yeah you kinda, I, we kind of punted at the time. That they disappeared, but... Yeah. So what has happened to them? Um, and how responsible were you for that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just asking. Mm. Um, so there is a, uh, there is a cage of doves 
in the uh, in the coop. And uh, unlike a lot of the other doves, these are not trained for messengers service, so they don't actually know places to go. And they only know the that. And whenever a a lover was uh, sent away, shall we say, a dove was re uh, released. And so it's up to me to make sure that dove gets released. I thought they were long pig eating doves. <laughs> and you were going to have like a woo, swedgen. <laughs> I was 100% <laughs> I totally do. I was like, holy shit, his doves eat men, people. I mean. So, so someone would I, disappear I, and you would let a really? dove go. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I do kind of like the idea that perhaps <laughs> they get fed something, but I mean, you know, I don't want to... <laughs> oh. Let's leave it more metaphorical, shall we? <laughs> okay. I am in charge of releasing those doves. Okay. Let's go with that. Hmm. Wow. Yep. Okay. All right. I know, I want to ask more questions. More questions than answers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to punt this one. Okay. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. The queen is under attack. D defender. Okay, so explain again, because so I know this is at the this card. point the game shifts slightly. So up until this point, any card that comes up, that active player uh, answers the question, and the rest of us can ask clarifying questions. Um, at this point, what the rules of the game say is, when this card comes up, each of us will answer that question one after another. You know, the queen is under attack, and do we defend her? Right. Mm -hmm. um, there's, I, I guess, a couple of unspecified rules around this. I, or it's, it, it's not specified. So you probably have okay. a little bit of flexibility how you want to do this. You could very easily just go around the table and say, yes, no, yes, no, we defend her. But that doesn't really answer the question of mm -hmm. what does this attack look like and what's happening. So that's one issue. And so around that particular issue, the way that I found works pretty well uh -huh. in most of the games is, you know, as the question starts to get answered around the table, we are starting to fill in a little bit of details about what cool. that attack looks like. So each person will start to kind of mm -hmm. like fill in a little bit of like what they see as a character and how they defend the queen or don't. Uh, and then we pass on to the next person. Now, once that person has kind of answered the question, like once we've gone around the table, the game ends, right? Uh, okay. By the rules of the game. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> I kind of also uh, loosely interpret this as once Jean and Jib have gone, for example, on my turn, I kind of have the flexibility of killing them off as well if they've put themselves in a situation which kind of warrants that. Oh, sure. Right? Or yeah. having, having some, like, they have a little less agency because they have less, you know, to add later to the story. Uh -huh. that's, that's an interpretation that you can take or not, sure. depending on how you want to play with it. Yeah, so that's one thing. We've done this a couple different ways. Cause, yeah. um, another way is you go a couple rounds yes. because sometimes there's a yeah. lot of story left to be told. And I think we've only done that once, right? Once. We were playing a three-player game, and we went around the table after the attack, and we were like, and the queen had, I think, died during that yeah. attack, but we weren't happy with how the story had resolved yet, so we did one more round. We can talk about that later, yeah. 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 because it was a very specific reason Correct. why, and that was the queenship, or the, the, the crown was up for grabs right. at that point, between okay. the three players. Okay, anyway, so the queen is under attack. Do you defend the queen? Or do you defend her? I do not. I think uh, prior to the attack, I've been the one spiking her food and drink to give you the dreams because I'm her food taster. Oh. So I've been, I nice. gave her an extra dose prior to the attack. And um, 
I think that I've kind of understood the patterns of your dreams because you and I are in more contact than others and I knew that one one was coming because of this so I steal off to the, the tailor's tent and and uh, tell her and ask her to release me from my bonds so I don't defend her But you do go, you're heading to her tent to ask her to yeah, release to you. you. It's up to okay. you. Okay. Yeah. So, well, so, and this is perfect because, like, you know, Gene's basically put himself in a situation where you can answer that question when you answer uh. this question, right? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You headed to me. That's yes, right. right. You just said uh, the tailor because right. I can release you from your bonds. Oh, mm. shit. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I am torn. Um, I am going to go with yes. I do defend the queen. Um, that tracks. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> um, if we do a second round, though, we'll see how things play out. Um, because duty and honor demand that I do so. What do we see? What is the yeah, like? We'll, what what the does this attack look um, like? I think the attack is um, soldiers from the uh, the king that we're warring with have learned of this journey and have come to take the queen prisoner or you know better to take her prisoner than kill her than kill her but they're who do you say the, the country that we're warring with oh oh gotcha do you think this is an elite unit i think so and how well do you stand up to them i think i very well we get to see the gun in use again. Uh-huh. The rifle. In fact, okay. maybe the, the gunshot is the first thing we hear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's something that the, the enemy troops were not prepared for, was, you know, uh, was a gun. Yeah. So, last night's dream, there was um, a strange bird that was flying from a distance. I could see it coming from between two mountains. Um, and these are not dream mountains. These are the same mountains that we see in the distance in the direction mm-hmm. we're going. Right? But in the dream, they were these exact mountains. We've seen them for a few days now. And this little bird, I could see it flying from a distance between these mountains and heading toward me. And um, as it gets closer and closer, it's almost floating in the air, even though its wings are still going. It's not flying the way a bird would. It's uh-huh. just kind of floating in front of me as if it wants to talk to me and it opens its mouth and I hear a crack come out just like the rifles crack and um, the bird splits into many pieces and uh, they all attach themselves onto different parts of my body and at first I'm fearing it's going to hurt because the beaks go into my skin but then I feel like I'm wearing them like a cloak or like a weird suit of armor or something. I can just see the feathers come out. Wow. Like hundreds of these little tiny birds. Um, and I stand there and I feel very regal. But then I don't know whether or not I am... Is this me? Or is this the person I'm dreaming for? So th- that's where my dream ends and I wake up confused. And, uh, you know, I wake up and I hear the crack of the rifle go off. Um, I know kind of that it means I'm in that moment, and I get up, 
and uh, I'm in a smaller tent. I'm not with the queen. I'm not with any of you. And I get out and I see people rushing toward our camp and I, I quickly see you dive into the tailor's tent. Um, and, uh, but I see the queen standing there, not far from uh, the hunter as she comes out of her tent. And she's, you know, barely dressed, but she does have, you know, weapons at the ready. And she's going to defend herself, you know, if the, the hunter needs assistance. And I slink back into my tent. I do not defend her. I'm hoping to see what the outcome brings. Wow. Okay. Um, so you enter my, my tent. Yep. And you ask me to take your, to undo your bonds. Yeah, I think you've also heard the shot, so. Yeah. So, I can undo your bonds under one condition. You must defend the, the queen. <laughs> Show her what you are capable of. Perhaps she will let you be free. Well, in that case, don't release me. Okay. I defend the queen. What does that look like? Uh, I'm gonna... I'm. I think I'm I'm good up close with little knives. They're like stilettos. Knitting needles. Because they look like, yeah, they work like <laughs> crochet or, yeah. yeah. So it's like they're like two stilettos. So she run, goes out of the tent and goes to stand between her queen and anyone who would attempt to do her harm. Okay. Um, so I got a question. Yeah. Uh, is there a way to decide the outcome of fate of the queen, or is it all just of us, right? Somebody else could have said the queen dies and... Could have, yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of times, you know, it, it is a little bit open to our interpretation, sure. right? Um, and uh, I think this is one part of the game that's a little more susceptible to people having different uh, thoughts on what the outcomes might be and maybe stepping on toes or who knows what, it, you know, where's agency here, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I guess just asking that question mm-hmm. of your friends, I'm open to, you know, yeah. any outcome here because really you're the last person and I, I in mean, the normal game. So like I, being the last person, right? So I've been the last person many times and I just end up deciding. Okay. I just decide yeah. where I want to see it end. And yeah, after the fact, the game is over. So we can just discuss it and people can talk about their well, different I would, interpretations. I would think but with how the game has gone so far that if some if you did something that seemed like where I was like, could we look at that in a different way? Like we have an open conversation also, yeah. but I think you should feel like you can contribute what you want to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a matter of opinion too, because yeah. my actual preference is the Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid way. Right, they chop out guns blazing, yeah. and they don't and tell you. And you don't out. know, yeah. That's my preference, but kind of yeah. awesome. So okay. it's up to you. Uh, so I am going to defend the queen, uh, and the way that nice. I do that is because we're surrounded by this highly elite group, um, and that's when the doves finally come back to the queen, and all of her former lovers step out of the shadows, and as a unit, come in and defend. 
Interesting. That's cool. Are they like wraiths? Or no, are they're, they... they're people who have been sent out. Right, you love the queen so much. <gasps> now you can go out and do her service, and one of those services may be when she, she like, needs you. Po- she like a druid. She <laughs> shapeshifts. I don't her think there's ma- polymorphism. I mean, like or? magic, maybe, but I don't think wow. there is much. It's more just like you love the queen. A really good plan. Yeah, set in motion because wow. you could say your character <laughs> was very specific about the route. Yeah, and so not many does prior. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. That is pretty. That's so. pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's why I didn't want to necessarily like. Yeah, steal but thunder. I mean that's still a, a similar ending, right? We have these, you know, those ex lovers come out and defend. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen, exactly, right? But yeah. And normally that would be the end of our game. Well, wow, nice. sweet, cool. Yeah, yeah, or the queen. Yeah. That was fun. Game. So, uh, yeah. I can't get enough of this game. I mean, if you want, like, do you want to go around and chat a little bit about yeah, it? Yeah, no, or? I would love oh, to. Definitely. We usually yeah. uh, try to debrief, debrief on ShadowCon anyway. Sure. Yep. Um, I think one of the things folks might, because might, we've had this argument about other games on the podcast, the weekly podcast, um, and, you know, why? what makes an RPG? Yeah. Um, so, I think this game will be marketed as a game, um, but it yes, it does not have um, a randomizer that that is uh, other than the the deck of cards though, which which directs your storytelling. Um, so, I, I guess I think of it as a role playing game for a, a few different reasons, and one of those is I just think this is such an amazing. Uh, set to sit down if you feel like you have players at your table that have trouble like coming up with things on the spot like playing this or even parts of this when you're standing in a line on queue or something like that or waiting I've heard you know Sean has played it at the airport with people you know just pulling it out of your pocket I just think there's such an amazing opportunity Um, and it's a different muscle I mean you could definitely I could see in some games where you could improv uh, more where we were doing more narration than actually, you know, improving stuff. But it's such a great storytelling device, I think. Yeah, and also I think the, I mean, the having all the other players ask questions, right? Some of those yeah. leading, as we talked about, some of them cannot be. But they're all, I mean, there are many times when we're like, "Ooh, that was a good question," right? And having yes. those, having players ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Leads the story in ways that keep it from being well. This te- is this going to tell me a story because the cards tell me these things, right? I, I agree. Yeah. At the same time, I was going to I was going to kind of challenge the "there's not a randomizer" mm-hmm. premise a little bit because um, there is a randomizer because you shuffle the cards, so yeah. you don't well, you true. have no idea what order cards are going to come up. W- come up in or who's going to get them. And not just that, like there's certain cards that have very strong impacts on the story, like the one about yeah. you have... The ambush. Yeah, you've set up an ambush. That may never get the, played because the, they might be... Yeah. It might be below. The queen is not your queen. But anyway, right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there were m- numerous times where like, you know, Jaina would get a card and go, oh, I wish I got that card. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, right. oh, oh right? I got a great answer for that card. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. like feeds in. And I was sitting here because I was the second one in the at, in the final final round, um, and I was like, mm, I want to do a thing, <laughs> but I also don't want to want to block the others because if we had gone around a second time, I was going to kill the queen. Right. Uh, that would have been a cool ending too. Because yeah. I was going to kill the queen because 
rather her be dead than um, than a prisoner or a slave. But then at the same time, I was going to take the crown and bring it to you to the seer because. I knew that the seer was a, was actually the the real queen because right. I'm the one who switched them. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. That that would have been a <laughs> that great would be fantastic. But I was afraid that if I did that on on the second turn, it would have yeah. blocked everybody else from. But and I think this is what's great. I think that was important for you to leave that space for because who knows what it would have come out, right? right? Right. But the nice part is, even though the game is technically over, it does say feel free to talk about it. And I think this is what's great is like hearing yeah. the different ideas afterwards. Oh, as definitely. Well, right? But. I well, played this game a bunch, but yeah. what I loved about this game is that we went through some nice twists, like when the the chamber came up, and when it yeah. the seer suddenly became more important, like right. the yes. seer suddenly the queen, really, yeah. You know, every time I play that, that kind of thing happens. Yeah. So that story goes a completely different direction, and it it I, I think it creates a really evocative story as right. it flows. No, I think so too. I just I I really dig games that allow uh, not only allow that but obviously it's the it's really brilliantly designed yeah i mean it's 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 built in super elegant yeah Yeah. it it really is because it's just it's i mean it's just there yeah Yeah. but it but the fact that the story takes without a dice mechanic or or a you know 52 deck a cards mechanic that the game can take twists and turns just based on the the well, you know, I mean, the there's non-board no, there's no at the random, table. random resolution of anything, right? It's yeah. Right, it's, right, right. it's just the questions, right? So yes, yeah. there's ra- randomizing elements mm-hmm. in it, but it's not a... Right. I'm going to roll a die to find out yeah. the outcome. It's right? not it's a resolution mechanic. Right. Well, just yeah. like people will, will object to, on some levels, to fiasco, because it's like, yes, I can pick you You win in this scene or mm-hmm. you, you lose in this scene, and that's not really a... But uh, I don't think that... I mean, it depends on what your definition of, of those I think, things I are. think one of the things that... Um, that is worth sticking to as far as the rules. And one of the yeah. ways the rules work so well is that, you know, when the active player is there, all questions are fed to the active player. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. you cannot ask questions of other people. And that is a limiting thing, yeah. right? Yes, it <laughs> is. It's limiting in a very <coughs> specific, like, targeted yeah. way, right? right? So, like, everything is focused around this character. Then everything is focused. And the, so the, the way the story just shifts around just that you know, limitation, I think, is really interesting. Yeah. And I, I think it's worth saying, uh, like, I think, uh, to me, it's almost obvious now, because I've just played so many times, yeah. and I don't even think about it anymore. But the first time I played, I just remembered being so enamored by the fact that this queen character, which we, we can sit back now and go like, oh, yeah, the oh. queen, this is what that character was. None of us controlled no, that character. It was I, all built in the empty space in between these questions. I wanted right? to do that as part of this, as I wanted to say, describe for me what your queen looked like. Because I just, right. like you said, it's like... I, I think that's great, and I think I would love to hear what everyone says. Because I think it's totally different. I think it's going to be totally different. Because yeah. I have an image that is drawn from a character that I've seen an actress play. That I think that's our queen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what I liked about this, and this happens a lot, but also this group specifically, yeah. we if you notice that the first turns took longer because we were kind of establishing characters, uh-huh. but there's still space that we built into our characters to put layers on them. Uh-huh. So that's what I said. Like it has yeah. a, it has a pace for itself. We start off kind of slow. We're establishing things, and then it's go- it actually goes really fast in the middle. And we control that pace, yeah, right? We we, do. It's one of the fantastic things. Uh-huh. Is like I was trying to ask questions even in the, one of the first rounds, and you were very much like, "I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to answer." And that's a very easy way that 
you know, we get to control, well, like, how quickly do I want to establish my care? You know what? I want to yes. keep a little bit more blank here because yeah. I'm not ready for it yet, yeah. right? right? And all of us have that ability at any time during yeah. the game, which is kind of fantastic. But, but you can kind of play this also not as a role-playing game and back out of your character. Your char Like, we establish characters fairly early because that's what we do, but it's also possible just to answer the question and not establish yourself at all mm -hmm. until the middle of the game when it becomes clear. You know, those questions like, you're yeah. beautiful, why does the... Well, Jean, I don't. I don't think. I think you. You did not. Your character wasn't established until at least like the, the like second, second round. Because I punted on the first yeah. question. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I think you punted. Did you punt on the second one as well? I, I think you might have. I, I think maybe the, the third, third or one. something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that it also. Um, I mean, you pointed this out, Tomes, but that it it has a kind. Of the spotlight sharing is is the is built into the game. Right. Um, but not only that, but like you are participating, you can be an active participant in guiding or, you know, helping. It's not even directing that story. It's like whatever question you're asking is another branch of or a leaf of that story yeah. that gets to be built upon by the person who's answering that. And whether they say, you know, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to answer that question or you know, the answer is not what you would expect or it might be what you were kind of like, oh, how how cool would that be if there was this thing and the person mm -hmm. says, yeah, there's this thing. Um, I, but it's cool. Yeah. I, I, I love I that. I also love that, that you can, yeah. can, can imply things by refusing to answer a question. Yeah. Yes. You know, because I totally yeah. did on purpose. Yeah, so did uh, Morgan. Yeah, yeah by, yeah. And, that, and I like that we, we, we talked about that. Like, what is the difference between the X yeah. card, Xing content, yes. or removing it from the game versus saying, I prefer not to answer? Those are two different things, yes. right? right? And they specifically lead you in two different ways narratively. But I mean, yeah. it, that, that point of spotlight sharing and always being, even if you're not the active player, yep. you always have the ability to ask questions. So you always have a vested interest to kind of pay attention. And so what the game very much does yep. is it is kind of building this. Uh, I don't know if culture is the right word, but it's definitely building in, uh, you know, your investment to pay attention. And in a lot of RPGs, like even some traditional ones, yeah. you know, like some more trad games where, okay, combat is going to take a while and I have nothing to do actively until my turn comes back in 15 minutes, right? Yep. That really happens in some of these games and you may learn to go, okay, well, I'm going to tune out now. I'm going to check my phone. I'm going to do whatever. And, you know, some games... You know, that happens more often than not, depending on how yep. quickly the spotlight moves around. Yeah. But here, even as the spotlight is kind of moving, everyone else is so actively involved in that spotlight because yeah. we're all basically GMs then and asking questions, clarifying right. questions, that you're constantly in the spotlight. And I think it's really kind of like an interesting, fantastic experience if you're not used to it. And it's something you can learn from and take yes. into any RPG, right? Yes. I've played so many, like, I know all of us have, like, PBTA games or other kind of, like, narrative forward games or yep. whatever. Yep. And a lot of times, even if I'm not the active player, you do a thing and the GM may ask you questions, but I may ask you a question like, oh, wait, what does that look like? Yeah. You know? Like, that is sometimes encouraged in some yeah. of those games. And part of the reason I think that's so great is because it keeps us all active and interested mm -hmm. and focused and, yes. you know. No, I think so too, and that that this could, I think where this could be a, a really helpful tool and and get you to look at e any kind of game a little bit differently is it's more than that. Ooh, what does that look like? 
it's it's more than that. Yeah. So because that's not a bad question either. Yeah. But that's probably the and most that, frequent. That is a question that I very well often ask if if somebody says, "Well, yeah. I do this." What, what does, does that, that look, look like? like? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. what do you feel about that? Those are two are like the, the super simple ones we've For heard sure. a thousand times, and but they're still excellent. You know, and they some, are. Like you said, they are. Th- those are just the tip of the iceberg. You can yeah. ask any question. So, right? Yeah. Um, well, and I love that you could lead. You can ask a total leading question, and the person could just, they can shut that question down by just saying, yeah, no. You yeah. know, like, I'm not, the, you know, that's not going to be part of it. Or, you know, what made you jealous about that thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, it didn't really. Like, you can still say that. You don't have to be like, yeah, I was. Or Yeah, and also the culture is, you feel safe to ask that question, and it's okay if they punt it. Like, yes. when you kind of were, were leading Jason to uh, to say, maybe there is a romantic rivalry between you and the spy master, and he said, no, I'm just going to go this way. Yeah. It didn't feel bad to ask you that question. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. No, and I had considered that question right. b- myself beforehand, and I was kind of like, no, I'm going to leave that over there. Right. You know, for Morgan rather right. than have that. Well, actually, that's that's one of the really interesting things I found is not only are you thinking about okay, so the question, right? The cards tell you the question, right? They give you the question to begin with, and that automatically makes you, your, you as your character think, what would, what would my answers be? Right. Yeah. That, so it actually does help you also flesh out the character that way, but also because it's all these questions, it really is a. It's a moment where you get thinking about the questions of like, what does my character feel about that? How does how do they feel? Right? It's 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 not just I am yeah. asking a question because I want to know what you think. I am also kind of asking that yeah. question because what do I think about that? Yes. Right. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. So you are you are in character. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you're. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're 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 fleshing out your character. In, yeah. But that's that's actually one of the things that's a little. Like it's very internal, right? It's 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 there are no conversations, right? It, it, like microscope, you will have scenes in microscope where you will actually play out a scene as characters talking to each other, right? Having those moments, and we could have maybe asked these questions in in character, but it really wouldn't be the same. And like maybe a few of the questions could be asked, but like we're not talking to each other as our characters. We're playing our characters, but we're never actually sort of. Interacting with each other's characters in that way that mm-hmm. often comes up and is often, and I think there's a couple points there because there's a lever that you can play with there, right? You can yeah. go very much like, okay, we're just talking in the meta level or whatever. But I have seen games where all of a sudden we'll slip into characters for a second, like, what the hell yeah. are you talking about? That's still a question, right? But I'm asking yeah. you that yeah, question yeah. almost in character, and so I've I've seen a little bit of back and forth. Like you're saying, it's not like a microscope scene or other RP scene. I mean, fiasco, right? Yeah, like fiasco. Where there's we're a lot play of play out an actual yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, but I've seen in some games it happens more than others. Like in some, I will. I, I've noticed that I've kind of gotten. I, I already know this game. I know the questions that are going to come up. Uh-huh. I, I want to play it in a way that I'm entertained by. So I'm going to start playing in character sometimes. And I've found uh, in some of these debriefs afterwards, some some of the other players have said, "Oh, I felt like that gave me permission." To then, you know, RP my character. Like I was, you know, gonna just ask the question, but no, I'm gonna decide to do it this way. Like you see me yeah. walk in and blah blah. You know, like actually start framing a scene almost. Yeah. And, and so you can do it, right? That's reminding me of. Um, it's been years since I played it, but Monsager. Okay. Mm. Like that same kind of, you know, where the yeah yeah. I do want to mention one other thing that I think this game does brilliantly, which is 
it normalizes that safety mechanic of the X card, right? Yes. So, like, so many games, like, yes, that is a mechanic that usually is not part of the game. There's a couple of RPGs now yeah. that are coming out where it's kind of built in in some way or, you know, some uh-huh. various type of um, safety mechanics. But this one is just so seamlessly built in and is such great training for using it, even if it's, like, I sometimes I think the X card has this reputation of, oh, something is triggering to me or makes me feel yes. very uncomfortable, that's when I use it. And here it's like, yeah. nah, it's I, just something you don't want. It could be that. It could be, this question doesn't make sense for me. That's something that I've noticed a fair bit over the last couple of years yep. as safety mechanics have become more prevalent. And more mature. Yeah. There's a little yes. bit of a stigmatization of using them sometimes yeah. where you know, like you touch the X card, it's like, oh, well, that was, you know, some relates to some horrible thing in your life. It's like, it's like right. no, it's just something I don't want to see. Right. Yeah. It's just something I don't the want in the game. The good example I've heard recently that people have used is, oh, someone will say this NPC's name is Steve or Jane or whatever, and maybe that is a name that is personally hard for you to deal with because it's an exit. Or it just or, conjures something you know, that completely takes you out of the game. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah it could just be something yeah. mundane. Right. And yeah. so, like, just changing that name to something else, boom. And well, you know, I, I see how many hyphens and apostrophes are in all our elf names, and you call your guy Steve. No, <laughs> 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 Not in I, mean, I was just having a conversation with Stu about this because I do think it, did, it depends on the table, too, and the, the community that's participating. Um, but I have seen uh, an evolution of people who are just as part of the vernacular. It's like yeah. you're not touching a card. You're you're like X card, you know. And sometimes it's sent, said in in I want to say a jovial way because it's like the oh God, please let's not name that person Steve. I knew Steve in high school and he was an asshole. <laughs> like you know, it's that kind of stuff. So I think that the more this can happen, like you said, where it doesn't have to be, it it can sometimes be something that's very triggering sure. to someone. Sure. And it and it's you know a, there's a something very challenging that could come up at, up at the table, but the thing is it can be a a million different things. Like it's not just one thing or two things, you know. So just the more comfortable people are in expressing that, yeah. uh, I think that's awesome. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And also with this final version, I mean, I I, I played a version that was. Index cards with a big X, and that was no different from any other game I've played with that has an X card. But this, it being an actual card, it's a different color, it's a different thing, it's got an X on it. It really, and again, and you have several cards about how to use it and put it on the table. Well, and what Alex has done too is she's put, uh, she's put different levels of that kind of thought process into the game. So it's not just the X this content for whatever reason. There's also, like you were saying, Gina, it's like the punting. It's like, you know, I don't find this question interesting or I, this, I'm going to pass this card. So there are different levels of how we want to introduce or not introduce content to the table. Yep. That That's just a, a such a fluid part of the gameplay. Another way to think about it is that it's essential because sometimes you got those cards and it's Opposed to what you had said before about your character. Yeah. So yeah. there's no other way. You absolutely have to have the X card, otherwise you can't get rid of that card. Yeah. You'd be stuck answering it or passing it, and it's just a good way to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so, too. So we said, does anybody have anything else? I, I wanted to let people know where they could kind of get their hands on information about the game yeah. and stuff. Um, I'll just say one other thing yeah, is please. that uh, there was... Uh, like, I'll sometimes blog about some games that I play, but this specifically... Super November Games. Super November Games. And if you go there, I specifically have a post about For the Queen from, like, a month or two Can't ago or whatever. Can't even For the Queen. <laughs> Just search For the Queen, and it'll come up. Um, and uh, one of the things that I 
wrote a little bit about there some of these thoughts that we've already kind of reiterated. I've mentioned a little bit about um, playing this game with different sets of folks and different styles. So, like, again, playing it as a party game. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this so up. The first, okay. the first time I did that was at Big Bad Con where we were down in the lobby and there was just a bunch of us and there was all the noise. It was past midnight yeah. and everyone's just chattering and whatever. And uh, Kurt Potts, who's a Happy Jacks listener, yes. uh, you know, he uh, and he's also got his, his own, own podcast. Uh, podcast yeah. Pixel Nerdcast. I always miss yeah. a word. Pixel Scandal Nerdcast. P- Pixel Scandal. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, wow, he's going to love you for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so as far as that, uh, he, he, he mentioned, he's like, wouldn't that be funny if we played for the queen and the queen was a queen bee? And I'm standing there, and there's, like, this buzz sound in the lobby, <laughs> and there's, like, all these people, and you can barely even hear what each other is saying, and I'm like, this is perfect, because it's like a hive, right? Yeah. And so I basically got, like, about a dozen of us to play, and that was the first time ever playing with, like, more than five <coughs> or six that I'd ever tried, and we just started passing it around. And again, sometimes, like, once the card got to this side of the table, these people were very invested. Those people may or may not I, even hear what's going on, and it didn't matter. Like, it was like we were bees in a hive, and we just kept playing until <laughs> we got to the end of the game, and it was fantastic. Well, that was one of the things I forgot to mention, so I'm glad you... Because I kept thinking of, uh, like, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Like, I kept thinking of Mean Girls. And, like, that you could play it like it's it's yep. Queen Bee in that... 100%. Queen Bee and Wannabes. Right. Yeah, where and I that's mean, why I love the art. I mean, the yeah. art is gorgeous, and I love the diversity in <coughs> yes, different looks the queens, and styles. Yes, they all do feel like kind of what you'd expect a queen to be of a so medieval fantasy kind of. No, queen, kind of, right? there's yeah. different. There's some that are a little yeah. more like 17th century or yeah. whatever. But like they all do have this feeling of like queen monarchy style there. queens from different cultures. Yeah. And yes, on Earth, right? Um, but uh, yeah, like we played the Queen Bee. I uh-huh. played an online version with about seven or eight people where we played space bees and we had some space queen. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Like, that was still like we did this time. We were just exploring during play and that just kind of yes. like came up, right? Yep. So you could actually print your own version of a card or come up with like whatever modern or other kind of skin you want. You know, it could be a drag queen. Could be we played. Oh, totally. We played uh, one time at Big Bad Con where we had a dance queen because we just came off the dance floor and there was again a bunch of us playing this game. I think, and so, I think honestly, I this is the first time I got to play. But I think you wouldn't even have to skin it as much. The cards are awesome. Oh, cards <laughs> like are all you all you really yeah. have to say is, "Hey guys, are are you cool with us conceptualizing this in a in well, Studio Fifty Four? Like, yeah, four, the four cards that set up the situation. Really True. What you need. And uh, even this situation well, works yeah. for almost all of them. We are on a perilous journey yeah. to broker an alliance with a distant yeah. power. For the dance queen, perfect. Yeah, for it's the like, bees, perfect. Like it works no, it every does. time. The, yeah. the skin I still want to play is for queen, the band. <laughs> and oh. you're not on a journey. You are <laughs> the band journey. That is the skin I want to play. <laughs> yes. I love that word. Sorry, but we don't want to hurt your heart, Alex. So um, <laughs> I hope that's okay. She's probably squeeing right now. <laughs> so I, I got a question. Um, have, you, have you played it with people who aren't gamers, though? Because I mean, Big Bad. That's so. Yes, you're yes. going to be playing with a lot of gamers. Yeah. Right? So, so I, I know even Alex, the first time she playtested this, supposedly was with her family. Like you know, mom that's and what dad I type. Do. Whatever. Like not gamer gamers, right? Um, I played with. Uh, there was two people who were interested in, like, play board games, but not RPG. Uh-huh. Uh, my partner, Jay, who doesn't, like, she's played one or two, kind of like the quiet year. And it's like, okay, whatever. But she sat down and played this. And then I had one or two gamers. 
and we played that for you know two hours and she did that thing that we I think are all familiar with and where you know at the end where it's like oh my god and then this happened and then this happened you know uh-huh. like when you get excited at the yes. end of a story and you're like yeah. wow that really was a great story like she did that which I've never seen her do for an RPG um, so I, I, I think this could handle like you might change the way you approach it like I would be less like leading questions and going really pushing hard I would kind of like take a step back and yes. let everyone kind of go at a, maybe a different pace and I, you might hit that pace that Alex talks about where it's like half hour game or a one hour game well I would love to play this with deep. my family like my father and my sister and her family and my brother and his but now um, I, once again only having gone through part most of the cards once could you play this with, with kids because um, I think so. I mean, I think there there may be, depending on the age of the kids and, okay. you know, how well-read they are. I mean, I think, like, the kids I know that are 8, 9, 10 years old can, could handle this. Yeah, kids but, love to make um, even. You know, like, every once in a while you might need to interpret a question sure. so they understand what one or two of the big words mean. I, I think it but. works for the most part, but if you notice that our queen got creepy fast... That's mostly because we're adults. There was, well, there was no. us. Yeah. Every game I play with kids, especially <laughs> really? young girls, it's Get dark as fuck. So really? I'm going to say okay. that it'll probably right. be dark and creepy if little kids play it. Really? Well, there is, yeah. I, well, there is well. also the thing of, um, I think, Interesting. Is, is that a thing now that, that it is a, an adult queen? Because I think there was that, that moment where somebody had uh, made it a child queen. And it was like, whoa, this got even... Cre-. Like, we have to kind of X-card that <laughs> at a time because, ooh, that, that can get... That's gets dark. Yeah, like, uh, we, we've had lots yeah. of different. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, I think that's the nice thing is like even if you're that's thinking about point. playing it with kids, you've got the X card there, so they have control over some of that type of stuff. And I think kids seem to understand these kind of mechanics. Yeah, really and I don't well know that I was thinking of like six, seven, eight year olds, but at, you know, teenagers or young. Oh yeah, yeah, because I I feel like they would really enjoy knowing that there's some sort of storytelling device like yeah. this that's just cool so you have played this with your daughter um i have actually not played this with oh, okay her okay so right. the last game i played with like kids that crew um was fall of magic which mm. they did pretty oh, well that's with. Right. but i haven't played this with that age of range yet but you know this uh february at strategic con i'm gonna do games on demand for kids again and i'll probably pitch this yeah I haven't done it yet. not with kids so we'll see oh for sure yeah, awesome. Well, thank you guys um, very much for listening. Uh, we, I'm going to um, tell you where you can get for the Queen. Coming up in 2019, uh, Evil Hat will be putting a, a, a broker of many fine products, uh, including Fate, Fate Core. Um, we'll be putting for the Queen out um, sometime in 2019, hopefully mid-2019. Uh, you can get information uh, on www.evilhat.com, home for the queen. Uh, they do a newsletter. They're really cool. They only put out a newsletter once a month. They don't spam your inbox like forever in a day. So you can sign up for a newsletter and get info. Um, and uh, the newsletter you can sign up for on the site too. It's got, I'll put these links on our forum. We have a new forum, uh, which the best way to get to it is just go happyjacks.org. Uh, and find the new forum. It's really, really cool. So I'll, pu- I'll put a posting up there. And once again, um, Alex is the creator of the game. She also did Starcrossed. Which is coming out very soon. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah very successful finally, like Kickstarter. It's, it's, it's like yeah. it's shipping yeah. now. Yeah, and even this, uh, there was just a message from Evil Hat that this was sent to, um, uh, you know, like... 
final yeah draft kind of stuff like they're 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 getting ready to to push this stuff out yep. so yeah um so then I'll, I'll push the calendar up um kimmy's been doing a great job of uh, updating the calendar on the dot org site but also uh you may find you want to look at the calendar because the holidays are coming up so we are dark in two weeks Sorry about the darkness for the holidays, but we'll be back in January. We have a lot of really good stuff coming up on ShadowCon and also new, um, a couple new games on Happy Jacks as well. Um, and uh, maybe a new stream pretty soon too. So keep your eyes on the forums and on the calendar, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.